0: And the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, 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 And the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, 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 And welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast This is episode 358 And if you were wondering where we went Last week, we ended up having shows But they were Patreon-only Something that we do when there are five weeks of comics In a month, it doesn't happen often But when it does, the show is Patreon-only Or shows, actually, because we ended up having episode 356, which was a regular Marvel episode that ended up being four hours and forty-four minutes long, our longest podcast ever, and it had a bunch of books, including Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil Venom, Darkhawk, Phoenix Song, Echo, Winter Guard, and The Avengers, number 5750, the big issue there. We also had our Patreon only Star Wars episode that our Star Wars Bounty Hunters. And Star Wars, Darth Vader. And if you wanted more incentive to go over to the Patreon, because that's what I'm doing here. I'm giving you incentive. This is kind of a quick commercial at the beginning of all this rigmarole. We also end up having a weekly, very weekly, I'll, I'll say, just as a joke, Luke Hollywood, if he's listening, will get a kick out of that. But we end up having a weekly spotlight every week. And two books picked by the bad asses of the Get Fresh Bing crew, bong. and this week they ended up picking two crazy books: Amazing Fantasy number five and Death of Doctor Strange, Blade number one. As we speak, that's on the Patreon already. A show that is a little over an hour long. All of that, all wrapped into one, including our Book of the Month show, which actually features—and why I bring it up—it features Hawkeye. The 2012 Matt Fraction David Aha Deal. That is kind of one of the inspirations of the TV show. That is each week on Tuesdays. We have that as well. A lot of stuff going on on the Patreon. And with all of that, all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash weird science where you can get all those shows. Also support us for everything. But we're back on the regular feed here. We have our regular show coming up again. Uh, not as long as last week, but pretty, pretty long. Me and Jason are going to go through four books here And then later on, on Sunday night You'll get the Star Wars show Me and hopefully Matt Me and Matt had a bit of an entanglement with scheduling But I think that we'll be able to work something out by Sunday night So we'll get that So all of the things that I'm saying here Is that you should go right now to Twitter See, it all leads to this You go to Twitter at WSMarvelCollex Follow us, we'll follow you back Then you go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, help us out with all this. And this week I started doing a couple. I think I'm going to add more and more. But I will mention again that we have a Marvel Comics website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. And I hope to get more and more reviews going up because I've been lax with those. And I end up going over to the comic book roundup where I check out the aggregate scores and everybody's reviews. And I love, I love writing reviews. But I really love reading reviews, and I keep an eye on them. So if you are somebody out there who has a site and you're doing reviews, if it's on the Roundup, there's a good chance I know your name and I have read your reviews, whether that's good or bad or indifferent. I don't know. I'm not telling. But I saw some wacky scores for some books. And, hey, it's fine to be positive about things, but sometimes – I just don't get it, so I have to show up And do some reviews myself Not that I'm like the knight in shining armor But maybe I am, I don't know But all of that then We'll get to the show It all leads then to the badasses Of the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop And that is Not Blackpink, the badasses Why would Blackpink think that they're involved there Maybe they could get involved But the badasses are the ones that pick everything we do Including that spotlight that I said earlier And here is there, roll call, uh, uh, very disjointed, it's funny, just you take a week off from doing some of these things, and you lose your train of thought, I, I get scattered, I have a real problem with focus, here are the badasses, including a couple of new ones, shout out, that came on during that last week. Jacob Benson and Arani Sanders are two of those, but we also have Ted Probst, I Love Punchline, Michael S, Forrest Polly, Cam, Joseph Wojcik, Matt Razor, D-Man 3000, Lady Abby, Matches Balloon Niels Keywart, David Fink, Stephen Baum, Jason C, who you'll hear joining me a little bit later, Sue 42 to you and me, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom Rock A. Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Aldrin, Stoja, Nick Adams, Bill Abir, Ruben, Carlos, of Marv, Luke Hollywood. He's probably sleeping right now. Simon, Luis, Man Ship, Andrew in Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Million, Dalton, Edom, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Mark, my man Rob Lewis. B. Muir Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo. Hopefully, he'll be back for the attack on the show as well. And Double A-Run in Minnesota. I hope he's doing okay. And a shout-out to the all-time great Reggie R.I.P. So, yeah, a little bit of an extended intro, I'm telling you. I am a little bit, like I said, I'm scattered. It's late, but I'm trying to get this done and trying to get to these books. And that's what we're going to go to now again. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, the badasses, everybody on the Patreon as well. And if you are listening and you enjoy the show, it really would help us out if you would go and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you can do that, mainly Apple Podcasts, iTunes, that sort of thing. It does really help out. The podcast gets everybody, you know, a little bit of a shout-out, and people get involved more and more and more. But we're going to go off now, like I said, me and my man, Jason here, going to be going through four books uh, starting now. All right. And here I am with my man, Jason. What up, Jason?
1: Hello, Jim. How Hello. are you this fine oh, week?
0: I am doing fine. Now that we're back on the regular feed after that marathon session that we had on the Patreon last week, where, again, that was the longest. This is what happened. You show up, and all of a sudden, we have almost a five-hour podcast. I'm going to blame you. For all, all of I that. Doing.
1: It is. We'll see. Just, just what don't goes blame me for here. the books on the spotlight this exactly. week. That was not yeah. my fault.
0: No, that was not. But we we had some fun by the end talking some, I don't know, some weird action movie lines in, in Blade. <laughs> it was a very odd little <laughs> thing, but lights. street lights. It's time for the street lights to go out. Uh, I'm just gonna say that all the time, no matter what. That's the new trash talk. But here we are to talk four books on this podcast here and pretty big ones. I mean, yeah, even with the idea of having, you know, kind of a, a big oversized black cat, the whole Infinity mm-hmm. Stone thing, you have Devil's Reign, huge, everybody's, you know, yeah. gearing up for that, but exactly. you, have, you have a big thing even happening in Amazing Spider-Man that I didn't see coming in a Bay issue. No, that was a surprise. Yeah, it was. And then and we also have- book's
1: also number one, so- Yeah,
0: and we have a number one, Captain America Iron Man number one, which we're going to start with. And again, this isn't the biggest book. I was a little worried. Derek Landy, who did the Falcon Winter Soldier mini, this kind of ties into it. And you had even said... It's
1: a surprise sequel to that book.
0: Yeah, I didn't like that book that much and didn't even finish it because I just kind of dropped it. Now, with that, you had messaged me and you said, I think that this ties into that, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier deal. I'm like, oh, God, really? Like, if I go and read this number one... I'm thinking. Well, if it really ties in heavy, I'm gonna have to go back and read that whole Ooh. series, and that would be what we would do. No, unfortunately. it's just you know, a, the deal. The, but you don't villain, need that. The main yeah.
1: villain lady is the same person that Falcon and Winter Soldier fought,
0: and it's fine. You you can go into this. So if anybody does make the connection and say, "Oh, I didn't read that," and you do want some Iron Man cap, you could just read this. You don't have to. Have read that you get caught up Pretty quickly and it is its own thing It's its own thing but it is like we Said Captain America Iron Man number one Written by Derek Landy art by Angel Anzueta colors by Rachel Rosenberg and letters by VCs Joe Caramagna Here is the backup which it's just nonsense. Empowered by the super soldier serum during World War II, Steve Rogers is sentinel of liberty known as Captain America. All right, if you didn't know that. I heard him. Billionaire. Tony Hart. Yes, he was. Wears high tech armor of his own design. He's the invincible Iron Man. Oh my goodness. They're getting it all here. Over the years, they've been fellow Avengers, friends, and occasional foes. I saw that but movie always too. heroes. Yes, I did as well. Now, I do like, here's one play that I like in this. Because I think on and you don't you said before you revealed, I believe, on the uh, Patreon only show last week that you don't listen to the solicit shows that I end up doing on Patreon. And, and really, yeah, I'm offended, I, I, but I, <laughs>
1: are you getting to that I, later I this week? I'll I'll see if I can answer it. But no, I don't don't look at solicits. I kind of try to avoid all that. I mean, if there's a big event or something coming, sure, I'll hear about it. But I'd rather just read the book as it comes to me. It's
0: what Dancing Mike said. Dancing Mike uh, on the Patreon because at one point when you got full out like real sales numbers, I'd also do a sales deal. And he would always write to me and say, I always listen to sales, but I didn't listen to your solicits podcast because it spoils things. And I understand. Um but the the deal with all of this when I saw this was going to be a thing and read the solicit, okay. I got worried, and what I like about this, and this all goes into this recap deal at the top, right, where it says occasional foes because a lot of times nowadays, if you end up having a mini series that involves the Avengers uh, um t- Tech on Avengers tech on tech on whatever the hell that book is it 's a constant. I don't trust you, Tony. You're always up to bad things. It's it's always Cap suspicious of Tony. The
1: the one personality trait that they know about. It's the one thing.
0: And like you say, it's right from, you know, it's from the comics, but it's really, yeah, it's really the movie stuff where they really go with it thinking maybe, well, everybody's seen the movies, so I'm going to play that vibe a little heavy. And so, yeah, and then you get Tony. Look at you, you do good, or you're always, you know, trying to be good, the caps. So I was worried. And I really, you don't get any of that here. You actually have two guys who are They have their own personalities, their own different
1: quirks, but they're not at each other's throats.
0: And I'm glad of that. That, That's all I want to say. I'm glad that we didn't get this first deal where all of a sudden you thought, because you legitimately do end up finding out that Tony kind of helped. Maybe the resurgence of Hydra almost shield type deal and feels very responsible for that and is down in the dumps. And Cap tells right. him, It's not your fault. You, you, it's not you. It's not you that did this. And I thought, Boy, that it's so weird to actually think that Tony and Cap actually getting along as teammates is refreshing to me. And it, it has been because of these nonsense side books and things like that. But we go into it years ago and we see that Tony. First off, I mean, he might be busy making armor, right? He might be bit. He definitely is doing crunches. I mean, oh my holy God. crap! Look at that. He's got like an eighty pack.
1: He he looks like he's some sort of a like a insect person. It's like a I'm catar- telling you, I
0: mean, so much stuff. He, is he brood? Look at it, he might be look at his delts. Well, he is brooding a little after a night, right? Like a little <laughs> tight. Yeah, but he's there and there's a woman there. She's like, Oh my god, this was the best, and it's just back and forth. Almost like a Bendis sing song dialogue there, but it's yeah. kind of okay. Right. <laughs> you know. And like, oh my God, you know, that was a great night there, Tony. Uh did you think about my proposal? Proposal? And it is a funny play. Thinking that he's like, what did I do? like? Tony doesn't really need to go right. that this far. This is back in
1: that, his drinking days, so yeah, he doesn't yeah. remember everything,
0: and he doesn't remember. He's like, oh, what did I propose? No, no, I propose. You proposed. Did I say? Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. And you get this real quick deal, this human AI interface that she ends up talking about. Right. And
1: she's not a technical person, but she's kind of the you know the the manager, human relations kind of person working with this this tech group.
0: I just want to say that when you point out that she's good with people, as she is putting on a robe after sleeping with Tony Stark, <laughs> it, it makes it not look so great. But
1: she's a people person. She's a yeah. people
0: person, and then when Tony goes, "Oh, so you're a people person," and then she, I'm like, are, uh, "What are you doing, Tony? Are you? Are you? <laughs> he's pimp Tony now." But he says, "Oh, yeah, that that was nonsense. That tech it's it's outdated. We we were right. dealing with that stuff." And I like the idea, even the play where Derek Landy realizes like six months ago in tech, it might as well be 10 decades. He doesn't have to say we did that seven years ago. That'd be silly. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, six months ago or whatnot. We we already did that. So your stuff doesn't go. She's, she gets mad, you know, and, and, he, right. and this Tony, was a big
1: thing. This was yeah. We don't know how much of her life or money she's invested in this idea. She what slept a, with she Tony.
0: <laughs> she, she did her HR day. She slept with Tony, and he says what, you know, you you dupe me, and, and he says, "Well, you know, you are a people person. Now, what you end up having is Tony Stark should flat out be Derek Jeter. You get the hell out before they get wake the gift up, basket. and you send you them the gift basket. There you go, and then everybody's happy, right? Oh, closet uh, full
1: of gift baskets,
0: <laughs> just gift baskets. Ah, oh, that always made me laugh. But you end <laughs> up there. I'm like poor Jessica Alba. I think she didn't get. She got more. Uh, you know, <laughs> she got Derek like a hot weekend, uh, but." You end up having them say, I'll, you know, give you my recommendation. You could go over to S.H.I.E.L.D. We, and it's a good play knowing that at this moment, S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't around. This is in the past. So you end up finding out, though, right away. And I like the progression, very cinematic of the name where, oh, I remember your name, it's, and then you have a judge say, Veronica Eden. The charges relate. I mean, she has done some bad things. She was trying right, to become so head this, of Hydra.
1: This this uh, first scene happened before Falcon and Winter Soldier, before all that. And I guess that he got her the job in S.H.I.E.L.D. And she used that to do all sorts of bad stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty much, you know, taking down the government, trying to be the leader of Hydra. Tony gave her the stamp of approval. And... She ends up, and, you know, you get a little jokey stuff. It's judge, judge. I don't
1: don't think we're supposed to get the idea that her plan all along was to sleep with Tony so that she could get into S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't think she's that kind of a planner. I think that she's a good bit of opportunity. Yeah, she is. She was really working with these tech guys. She thought it was going to be a thing. Turns out to be crap. Okay, I've got the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. Maybe I'll try that out. Oh, maybe I get this opportunity to go go Hydra. Why not? Yeah,
0: she just sees the best opportunity for herself and takes it. And she did. And then seemingly, you know, even by the end, because you even get, you know, a narration and stuff like that of the idea of what my plan is and what I want to do, what she And she pretty much, you know, wants to be the be all end all. We'll get to that uh, by the end. But it is a good progression of that. And again, you don't need to know. And it does say, you know, see Falcon Winter Soldier one to five. But. All you have to know is, and what the judge says is, you're here on charges relating to infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. and the U.S. government on behalf of the terrorist organization HYDRA. If you want a little, you know, a little fill in the crack deal and you want to see that story, you can, but you don't really need it. You, you know what you need no, here, you, and I, I Whatever you that.
1: imagined happened between the last scene and this scene, that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. I All I you see, she HYDRA, HYDRA, that's all you need. And you're like, all right, so you go, and she's being transported out of here. She... Is guilty. We have some
1: some bad jokes here. Judge, Judge is. I think that was a funny joke.
0: Yeah. And the only thing that I liked about that was the idea, and Eric brings it up a lot on our DC podcast the idea that if you're, you know, Johnny, bad villain. In a comic book universe You're not going to be a hero would you you
1: be a, a colorist in a comic book? Y- you a-
0: might be That would be Bond blocks, one And right away oh, block us boys. That's what yes. would happen You would end up being a colorist who blocks us For some unknown reason I don't know But yeah she is guilty And you see she's a little snarky right? She's got some charisma But she ends up being transported Assassin. away Yeah and she's in You know the police Van, whatever they call those things the transport. Your, your the, prisoner yeah, prisoner your... transport, yeah. And all of a sudden she the, the van gets attacked by what looks like Iron Man, but isn't Iron Man. You even have the drivers like, is that Iron Man? That's not Iron Man. He always wears a different armor and ends up long, but Iron Man shows up. And mm-hmm. I like I like the art in this a lot. I, I think that there's a lot of like even this where Tony comes in, there's a sense of speed of him coming in, but also the idea. He's the star. Look at him. He He's right there in full color as mm-hmm. he comes I, again, in. Again, you could very stop. easily
1: see this scene in a movie or a TV yeah. show. However, it plays however off it plays out. a
0: lot like if this would mm-hmm. – and really that's a cool deal since you already had – not that it was related, but the Falcon Winter Soldier deal. This definitely could be a like a miniseries type deal on Disney Plus would be cool. Uh, he comes in. He recognizes 51. Hey, you were that you know state initiative deal. What's going on? Why didn't you stay good? Let me check. Hey, boss, what's up with 51? Oh, you're running for murder in Minnesota? Right. Holy moly.
1: this starts a, a theme that's going to play through the rest of the issue. We got a lot of references to this 50-state initiative, which was back, the Civil War kind of era, where all every state was going to have its own team of government-supervised heroes, and he was going to be one of them.
0: And so the, the play, like I said, you're going to get a Tony— and a cap or getting along and, and doing things here But then you also have like the sins of the past Not it's not their sins all you know all the way But there are things and it reminds me of times When you do have like a cagey beast at DC Even not so much the Winter Guard I want to say the Winter Guard mini that we got But that seemed to get a shifting timeline But what do these guys do after the initiative You know the, the Civil War is yeah, over Because
1: There were hundreds of characters that were. Yeah. And they're they're
0: trying to get jobs and doing things. So you do see. And when they said the idea that people were dead in in Minnesota, somebody check on double A run right now. But you end up having Tony having to stop this. But you see that this is more of an organized, you know, prison break with this whole uh, Veronica Eden and you get her forces. She does have, right, so you know some army. She's
1: got this one superhero type fifty-one guy, and she's got a van full of black, you know, black-clad goons with guns, and they're working together to try to break her out of this this prisoner transport.
0: Yeah, and you know they kind of look like you know could be Shield slash Hydra slash you know any sort they're of goons like that. Goon, I like it. Yeah. They're like generic goons, and you end up where. Cap comes in, again, very cinematic, where Tony's like, hey, are you in the area? He's like, not only that, but I am flying off a bridge right above you. And ends up where the motorcycle, he's riding a motorcycle, it jumps off the cycle, the cycle takes out some guys, yeah. and I'm like, Cap so just killed a bunch of guys. Exactly.
1: It's from like 25 feet, a full-size motorcycle onto two guys, and explodes. Those guys are dead. Yeah, Cap I, just committed we double did, murder.
0: We didn't see the scene at the end. Where Cap scolds the motorcycle for killing these guys, He's like, why <laughs> did you kill these guys, motorcycle? Right, I was Tony, using rubber
1: tires, yeah,
0: right? Tony? He's like, oh my, but yeah, those guys are dead, <laughs> dead. Uh, but yeah, he's there, and I like this back and forth. Though, again, you're gonna play the movie Tony Stark real heavy here with the jokes and the things. Mm-hmm. And again, I had but they to catch together a bus. Well. That yeah. was kind so of funny. They,
1: they split up. Yeah. I you know. So they yeah they split up and I didn't think that that joke was good it was at okay. all. It was oh a, no, it's
0: kind of like the dad Tony Stark joke well, in my mind. Into,
1: yeah, so they they split up. So Cap's going to go after Eden and Tony's going to go after the the bad guys in the SUV. And yeah, so Veronica Eden to distress. I mean, she knows that these are heroes going after her. So what she does is she shoots the tire out of a bus. This bus is going to go off an overpass, and of course everybody has to stop chasing her. To go save the bus. And yes, Tony catches the bus. (laughs) I love the idea. What does Cap think?
0: What does Cap think that he's doing? Like the bus is in big trouble. He bashes into the bus. I mean, the bus driver can put on the brakes. He's just in it. But it does set up, (laughs) I have to catch a bus. But then says it's brilliant. And then mentions it again. Again, I, I kind of wish that Cap would have said, listen, Old people's jokes are my thing, something like that. But, you know, you get a little playful deal. It's not the greatest. I don't know why it made me giggle. Um, but they're trying to figure out what's going on with all of this. And like we said before, Tony blames himself. He has that pass with Veronica Eden, says that that was back. And it's, it's a weird play because I think that what Tony really wants to say to Cap is like, That was when I was doing a little drinky drinky here I, I, you know, I did some weird things But he says, I was in the long hair stubble deal Cap says, you're still in that phase And I thought that that could have been a little bit different there The idea where Tony is feeling guilty about giving Veronica Eden that shield entry thing But also he's like, you know, these are the reasons why I stopped drinking Cap just wants to blow it off and uh, But it's nice, like I said, there isn't that I told you Tony you do this and you should have talked yeah, to me. this is just
1: exposition page just to make sure you that going both up. characters know everything and you know get the readers clued in.
0: Yep, and we're we're good to go. I even like when the police officer comes because when Cap jumped into the bus, he was doing the shield surfing type deal and this police officer comes and says, "Hey, here's your shield." He's like, he goes, "Thanks sir. a lot." Yeah. I just I don't know why I like that, but it's okay, but the idea of all of this is tracking down, you know, this Veronica Eden trying to figure out what's going on with herself. Right, because so, she
1: hadn't just been part of Hydra. She was trying to take over Hydra. Yeah, yeah, she was so trying she to she likes be, to run things.
0: Yeah, so they figure Again, out. Again, not to
1: be the technical person, but to be the, the person in charge of the technical people.
0: Yep, yeah, and, you know, because she's a people person. So you do go, and you get this weird play because it continues on where you do have, 51 talking to veronica in this you know they're in this warehouse they have the goons there they're patrolling like where you would pick that top men would go and put things away here and you have 51 who she can't understand him he's just like and he's like she's like i don't understand you i like when she's like yep uh uh-huh uh-huh i don't understand what you're saying and he shows her something on his phone or tablet. right he's not helping
1: her out to help her out he wants payment And he wants a very particular thing.
0: And it's really – We're not told what it is. No, and even comes up again. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get that. I can do that. She sees
1: it. She's she's surprised. Is that what you want? But okay, yeah, I could get that. No problem. At some point, maybe next issue, that'll be a reveal. Yeah, hopefully we
0: see see what it is. Hopefully it's not like some joke. Like it's like dinner with her and a show. I I would think it's some sort of tech that will tie into – what he's all about and things like that but Could be.
1: It, I, I hope it's not a dumb joke yeah i know i know this this book has some dumb jokes you don't, I'm afraid you don't it's need be a dumb more joke.
0: jokey deal i'm worried too that's why i brought it up but we'll see but then
1: but now we have two teams bust in together okay our first team this is a weird team this is they're called they call themselves the paladins which this is a new team there has been another team joss whedon had an x-men group called the paladins I, it looked completely unrelated. These paladins are all part, or at least three of the four are part of the 50-state initiative again. So we have Pioneer, this uh, little house-on-the-prairie-looking lady with a shotgun. who uh, she like has Annie Oakley. The, looks she can like, call right? on the power of the planes is what she can do.
0: Yeah, yeah great power. Then we have, we have Vox.
1: Who's, I thought it was Vox Supreme from that That's death what of I the thought it Inhumans was. thing. It, yeah. They look a lot the same.
0: They look I very much I guess they're not connected. Alike.
1: It's just a coincidence.
0: No. Because it but did look like Vox Plain Supreme. old
1: Vox, he was part of the Action Pack, which was the Kentucky 50-state initiative group. He does electromagnetic things. You have Prima Donna, also part of Action Pack. She has some – she's strong, I guess. And then we have guy Brain in a Jar, a think tank. He has telekinesis, and he was in the Ma- Montana group of the 50-state initiative. Yeah.
0: So that's cool. I mean – it's something that you never expected this week, right? That you were going to get some of the initiative, the 50-state yeah. initiative. So when they show up, it adds some flavor, cool character-type deals, and you do get to see them fight a little uh, because you end up having, at first, 51 freaks out, and you end up, hey, man, we were part of a team. Yeah, Look they all know, you know each Why other. are you doing they're, this? They're yeah, buddies. And I don't know why I like think tanks, the idea that he would be like one of those guys that he's walking down the street and you see him like from the side maybe or behind you like, holy crap, who's this? Adult? Oh, my God, he's a brain and a jar and a helmet. And then you run. <laughs> it's almost like that idea of a merman, which side, you know, the top or bottom. It's is. It's like the fish. a
1: samurai scarf around his yeah. head. Oh,
0: it looks awesome. Uh, but, yeah, you end up having. All about
1: accessorizing.
0: Okay. Cap and Tony come in. Then. They bust in them, And then so now yeah. we, we have.
1: Uncoordinated. They just two two teams happen to bust in to catch her at the same time.
0: Yep, yeah. So you have her guys firing away. You have the Paladins firing away. You have 51 going and you also have Cap and Tony going all about this and it's okay. I mean, it's very quick. We're not going to get, you know, real intricate moods or stuff, but you end up seeing and I again, if you're going to say anything in my mind of who's the standout, I do kind of like pioneer because she get like I, I could go with her. I like her look with her bonnet, and then her just <laughs> bashing a guy with the butt of her rifle. That's pretty cool in my mind. But you do end up having this go down as, like you said, you still have Tony and Cap there. They go to Vox and try to. He's one, but they they're always like, "Oh man, what are you guys doing? What's going on?" And it's okay. I mean, it's very quick. And then by the end of that. You just end up having them kind of posing off mm-hmm. about what they're going well, the to do because Veronica got out.
1: Pretty new working with each other, and they're not so coordinated. They kind of get in each other's way, and that causes this chaos that allows Veronica Eden to once again escape. With like some of her goons get caught, some of her goons run off with her,
0: and fifty ones with right. her as well. As they go, and you have a you know a trail of cars going with her, and again, just so you remember. 51 is still showing. You know, here's what I wanted. My phone here, and she's like, "I don't know, no, we can get it. I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you." And uh, I don't know. I like it. I like the idea that next issue may be, you we know finding this, out a little more of the paladin. This little as twist well.
1: at the end where we have some. We've had the narration from Veronica Eden the whole time through, so we get her voice, which is a little sassy, a little jokey. Maybe it went a little too far for me her, her sassiness. But we get at the end here. The twist is that. She says she's not right. She used to be out to rule, run Hydra. She's not now out to rule the world. She's out to save it one dead superhero at a time. And we don't know what that means. We haven't had any hints about that plan until this very last panel.
0: Yeah. And so with that, like we, I want to know, you know, what did trigger. The paladins to come here and break in Uh, Is it that they tracked 51 Thought he was in trouble because he was But he doesn't seem to be part of the team or anything So what are they doing Is this that she I mean the setup could just be Even though she is working with 51 The idea of these Initiative the initiative characters have gone Now she's just going to go beep boop boop And try to get those Um, But it's weird because overall Hey I'm not trying to Rule Hydra, I'm not a Doom, I'm not a Kingpin, I'm not a Zemo, even at one Point she's like, go find Zemo it, She says to 51 at first, but Then he shows, and, uh, but with That, it, a villain Kind of would always think, hey I'm going to see, like that's a Lex Luthor Type thing even, the idea that I'm doing the right Thing by killing these guys, so that didn't really Intrigue me as much As I, I hoped it would, but It's something, and we'll figure out what her Plan is, what she's doing, and I, like I said, I want to see more of the paladin team maybe find out what they were doing but it's okay this isn't a bad issue it's a good first issue gets you in it it at least gives you the vibe of what's going on if you don't like dad jokes
1: the the tone it's, it's so much told through her point of view and i i really don't care for her tone as she's written here so and there's a lot of it
0: yeah i think that it also plays up in the it's more cinematic, you know, if you want to go and see Tony. And, the, you know, if you don't like Christopher Cantwell's, you know, Iron Man. Here's some Iron Man. It's very similar to the movies. You can just all right, I can get into this and, and cap. So overall, what would you give it?
1: I about a 6.5.
0: Okay, I'm at a 7. Man, I liked it enough. It's, it's not going to wow anybody, I don't think, this first issue. But I'm intrigued enough to, to read on. And continue reviewing it here I thought the art was really good though too And the co- the cover was great Alex Ross cover so that's a big deal For me but overall it's okay It might be one of those that I wouldn't Say that you have to necessarily go out And buy this day one But if you have the Marvel Unlimited app There's no reason not to just spend 10 minutes reading it and see if it's for you Yeah get some Captain America in your life Yeah we'll go to the next deal This This is important I mean, it is. It's Amazing Spider-Man. It is number 80 Bay, the dot Bay issues. I think that what we're playing with here, especially at the end where you end up having the editor's note by Nick Lowe, I think that they want to make it so that you think that these Bay issues are important because by the end, something really huge happens.
1: Yeah, and in previous Beyond B e y issues, it's just been these side stories that don't really matter that much. But this is a major story beat oh, in this yeah, whole major. saga.
0: Yeah, and so at the end, it close, like, listen, big things like this don't usually happen in tie-ins. These are important. I'm like, I don't know. Hear this. We'll see each one. I'm not going to judge the Bay issues that we already had off this because they were kind of nonsense. But you end up having it written by Cody Ziegler. Art by Ivan Forelli and Carlos Gomez and Paco Medina. You have colors by Rachel Rosenberg and letters by V.C. Joe Caramagna. Also at the back, I believe it points out that Rachel Rosenberg's colors are great. And she owns a kickboxing gym.
1: It does mention that, yes. She colors a lot of books, so I don't know when she has time to kickbox.
0: I know, really. She is a kick-butt, you know, colorist, too. I do like her colors. Here we go. Peter Parker's in a coma. after a disastrous fight with the UFOs, during which he got hit with a deadly dose of poisonous gas and radiation. Luckily for New York, Ben Reilly has taken on the mantle of Spider-Man in the support of the Beyond Corporation, who bought the rights of Spider-Man, name and likeness, as part of their superhero development program. While Ben safeguards the streets, Peter is fighting for his life against the poison inside him, but his doctors are at a loss. Good thing Peter has someone in his corner who won't take no for an answer. The pluckiest, most tenacious woman in his life, Aunt May. And so with this, too... This doesn't have any Ben. You'd get no Ben in this. This is all Aunt May and the big thing. It's Aunt May and Doc Ock, which seemed to be really telegraphed early when she says, I have somebody from my past that can help. And that's what it is. Right. She's this leads
1: right out of that kind of post credit scene from last issue. Right?
0: Now, if you aren't on the Patreon, didn't hear our almost hour long review of the last issue, the 80 <laughs> that we did with Clay. <laughs>
1: Well, um, we had a analy- We needed three people to analyze that issue just yeah, to figure we're, out what the hell was We had a eureka moment
0: in the middle we of did. it that, that really guy made guy was mad. that guy? Yeah. And oh. so with that, I think, I I mean, Cody Ziegler tries to come in with the jokes. You have warned me that you thought one of these was funny. One. We'll see. Just uh, There's some real cringe in it as well. Now, again, you don't have such classics as last issue of, I'm going to tap dance the theme of cheers on you. Like, that's so weird. And with that though, there is a moment where I thought we had an opportunity for a real big eighties type reference. I hope I remember what it is when we go, oh, but well, I did, I'm I did, I did have something it. where I was like, why didn't you do that there? But this whole thing is weird because you end up Cody Ziegler. He has a weird progression of dialogue in my mind. He also has a weird progression of, Story that doesn't match yeah. the art. I've got to say time. though
1: that this this story, just as you know, understanding what happens makes so much more sense. Oh than yeah, than, than the last two, two, it does. So you got to him that. I still,
0: I still get angry at points in this. I don't necessarily love the way that he writes Aunt May and the dialogue. It seems to kind I of go overall, back and Marvel forth. Marvel
1: can't decide on what kind of character Aunt May is. Is she kind of an old kind of delicate needs to be protected old lady is she kind of you know tough and smart herself and gets things done marvel doesn't know what she wants to be there is, there is no no current bible on who aunt may is
0: in this cody ziggler gets a little you know back and forth gives mixed signals in my mind with her because at one point she'll say i don't know this tech nowadays with the kids and the superheroes but then she's able to use it without any instruction later and then ends up Correcting Doc Ock at points But then Doc has to laugh at her Oh Aunt May you're so pure at heart And things like that But the whole deal here is that She has gotten Octavius to come and meet her Because they want to figure out And Ock likes Aunt May And in this it's real obvious That he's still turned on by her At one point she says she might even be turned on But with that he shows up uh, And you have this weird deal Where Doc Ock is going to help But she ends up Full out through this you can't be Doc Ock though don't go back To your bad ways and he says right Up on front street I'm what I Am at May." you know I I can't stop That but I love you gal So let's go do this but we even Said at the beginning and I think it might have been first Off when you say sunglasses At night I'm i telling you I was really worried that hey what are you Corey Hart nobody would have gotten It <laughs> nobody they would have been talking About uh Ox says right away, in a deal where he comes over to Meg, kisses her hand, he's being very suave, he has his sunglasses on at night, gives her a brooch. Here's for you, it'll right. look really good on it's you. An now, octopus
1: brooch, it's kind of stylized. At first I thought it was just a flower, but it's got eight arms, it's from Doc Ox, so it's got to be an octopus. And she puts it on, and you see this brooch on her, every panel she's in for like the whole book. And it kept waiting for, is it going to explode? Is it a weapon? Is it a transmitter? Is it a tracker? What is it? And it never pays off. So maybe it's going to pay off down the road. Down the line? I don't know if they're planning ahead that much. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It gives a tour. It's really played up like a thing. It's so played up.
0: And I thought, because you know Doc Ock, he knows what's going to go on, what's going to happen. I really thought this was in a non-nefarious deal. The idea that it would be something that would protect Aunt May. At some point, Aunt May's going to get attacked. Ah, won't be around. And this thing will shoot lasers or something, a, a force right. field, something. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, he, he really does love me. Like he thought or, I had or whatever. let him
1: track her down and rescue or her, her tracker, later she gets, gets kidnapped.
0: Or, you know, something where, you know, when she goes to see Peter, you'd have at the end where, wouldn't it be a nice thing at the end where? Peter, she goes and runs back. Somehow she still has it on. She goes back to the hospital, and you end up finding out by the end again that OK had helped out behind the scenes. And he's just sitting there looking at a thing, smiling, and like, you're welcome, Aunt May. You're welcome, May. I love you guys. Like, it would have been nice, but it doesn't do anything. It does nothing. So you end up, they go to the university where you had that fight, the UFOs fighting both spider man They're looking around. There's a big crater. You end up having Doc Ock and Aunt May go back about what's a scanner and what's a... through the whole thing. You get some weird
1: stuff going on. The the, the flirty dialogue between them is a lot of it, and I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. And you have Ock find, you know, okay, I don't have enough of a, you know, reading here. The Geiger counter isn't enough. There is something here. Aunt May finds this piece of cloth. She finds a thing, yeah.
1: That none of the police found, I guess, in the multiple days since this fight has happened. But
0: I know. I mean, that's all. Like, like, I'm sitting there like, really? Like, you just found this ripped piece of cloth. And then it's nothing. And she goes, "Ooh, must be something them young kids are wearing nowadays. I'm like, all right, we get it. Aunt May's old. Looks, <laughs> looks
1: pretty out there, even by young kid's standards. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my Aunt you know, like, May voice. Yeah,
0: that is a good voice. Well, like, all right, well, this this is Doc Ock's. This is the way he gets the ladies. Well, we're going to have to go back to my lair and check out that sample there. May and they go back to one of his safe houses. They go in, and he offers her some wine. I'm not a wine guy, but I'm sure this is very expensive wine. And she's like, oh, my God, this is business. Can it be business before pleasure or the other way around? <laughs> Look at me. And it just goes on too much. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's okay. a lot of
1: words to not any real effect. Yeah, so they, they check out. The
0: sample, and it's able to tie it into now, you Now, i I'm thinking
1: things. so. Cody Ziegler writes for animation, right? Maybe, maybe if some of these words were spoken by a voice actor who puts a spin on it, maybe it's a different kind of, of dialogue writing. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, it's still, so maybe feels that's not like, coming through. I don't feel like it's snappy and like, and, and animate, there's a lot of like run on things, and these jokes just don't. Hit, but they just keep going on And on about this, even when the idea Where, hey uh, You know, Octavius And this is, I called my Octavius Theme Evil Genius X to dig around At a college undercover at night You think I'm not ready to get weird Otto, because Otto's looking at stuff like Ooh, this is going to be a Challenging and weird night, so Aunt May Says, well, what, you don't think I'm going to get weird And then he responds, I don't doubt Your tenacity to get Weird, I'm like I don't know what you're doing with that May here. It's getting me yeah, angry. Getting like this funky. is really odd. Like I, I, I expected him to say, "Well, let's check this sample." Hits it. The mirror ball comes down. The waterbed springs out of the ground, and he's just <laughs> laying there like Bert Reynolds on a freaking carpet that's a, a bear. I, I'm telling you, the the idea of this and like, okay, and then this is where I get angry about the end. He says make no illusions about this you know that I am don't you know me and I'm gonna be me if we're gonna do this mm-hmm. there are a, there's a chance that you know the doc ah not that I'm gonna have to be me this, this, this is, is not
1: Tolliver anymore
0: yeah no and he's there really spelling it out like really and she's like well uh, you know you know better than me you know, things get dicey all this stuff. And he says, you know, she's like, okay, you know, two arms to hold. What about a man with eight. You have these weird things. So they end up, the test is done. They can track where the stuff is with the thing. And so he presses a button.
1: And so again, this message says they they can track it back to a neighborhood.
0: Yeah. They they don't know exactly it, it, but they know the neighborhood. So he goes over and he presses a button. Click clack. It has, and it looks like a panel. Opens up, yeah. And door opens, closet the, the closet. There's the suit. There's the arms. The deal, and she ends up saying, "Wow, has the suit been there this whole time? I can't believe I missed that. It, it, it was in a closet, man. Was,
1: yeah, why would you you've didn't, seen it? it didn't, you wouldn't have. The door. S-
0: you wouldn't have seen that.
1: There was again a miscommunication between it's the writer weird. and the artist. There.
0: So then, something didn't work. He gets on the suit, and
1: I flipped back. I tried to see in that previous panel. Yeah, I did you see it? But no, yeah. it, it was clearly put away.
0: Yeah. So then she says, "You clean up nice, but I hope you don't plan on having to make much use of that suit." And he says, "Oh, oh, well, it's not just a fight. This has sensors and things like that." Then you go back, scanner, sensor, scanner, sensor, sensor, scanner, and then she says, after saying, "I hope you don't use that suit," and almost offended that he has it, says. Well, I hope you know how to use that suit still. And then they go off. I'm like, you're just bouncing around in this. Mm. And I just, the, the progression, then they go to this apartment building that they narrow it down. They have the scanner, beep, beep, beep. Oh, my God, it's going nuts. They go up to this place. It's after hours. They ring the bell. Aunt May says, hey, uh, we want to come and check out this one room. He's like, ah, come back. It's yeah, not so I an guess hour, this is thing. like
1: the superintendent they're talking to. And it's some weird. It's supposed to be Aunt May's suite talking them in so they can look around, but. You're supposed to
0: get it throughout this whole thing is that Aunt May is so nice that everybody so can charming. sense that right. and, and their charm. I do like the one point where he's like, nah, you come back hours and talk ox in the back. You let us in now, you heathen! And then she's like, oh! He, he, and even, who was that? Oh, that was my husband. Yeah, I haven't trained him well yet. And, uh, hey, you remind me of my mom. I'll let you in. And they go up. Why did you have this spell out in this? That this guy's brother in law ended up coming into this apartment. Right. Absolutely. So, the this fact apartment it looks up. trashed.
1: It's just looks right? destroyed. garbage everywhere. So, we, we were told that there were four weirdos living here. And we, okay, we know that must be the UFOs. And then this place called Infinite Solutions took them and cleaned up the place better than ever. And then immediately afterwards says, my, my cousin, Varian, did that. So, I wonder was this dialogue written? after the art was done it's so weird. and we had to make an excuse for had why to there was make trash everywhere.
0: because they go in and the place is trash and you're like man the ufos they like the chinese you see it didn't make sense so he yeah, says that this I, place I
1: think that was a dialogue edit to make the might work. be
0: but the weird thing about that is too though because this you know this guy this landlord guy uh, do you know who lived here well he says like Oh, I don't know that you seemingly have a lease or something. Like, but he goes, I think one of the guys' name was Simon. Yes, yes.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, how would you not know something about the people you read? Something
0: about them. And he says, one of the guys' name was Simon. I remember because I used a Simon Says joke and he didn't like it. I'm like, oh, I really want to see that stinker because we got one coming up. And he's like, oh, of course, the UFOs, the poison, the radiation. It's so forced where Aunt May's going around now right. with that. She spe-
1: finds like a discoloration in the carpet, and that's how she can tell.
0: But again, um, you, you showed and said Infinite Solutions came in and cleaned everything. But, of course, the convenient stain of radiation but, oh, and poison this, this on was, the carpet. This
1: was the one joke that I laughed at, <laughs> where she <laughs> says, the carpet, carpet looks funny. I don't know much about science, but I know things looking funny is a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and then Doc Ock says, from my experience, that is indeed often the case. It's, and I, I thought that was funny.
0: Do you think that's course, a
1: joke? I mean, that's how it works in comic books. Anything Or a video game, right? Oh, there's one one panel that looks different? That must be a clue. I'm it looks funny. I'm telling
0: you, the idea of that, though, is like they clean up everything, but the huge radiation-type stain. But with that, the guy says out of nowhere
1: <laughs> now, I'm, I'm imagining an infomercial about like oxyclean cleans radiation stains <laughs> out radiation of carpets
0: stains. I, i'm tell but for all, for so all you
1: supervillains out the there the weird buy thing OxyClean. about
0: this is what i want to ask you then though is why did they clean it up in the first place they came or they and that's the thing is the weird part of this is that we're getting the idea and i said right away that I thought the Beyond Corporation was involved in setting up the UFO attack. This was to get Ben Riley in the papers showing that he's kicked butt with this new suit. They didn't think Peter would show up. Peter ends up getting hmm. taken down. You think so? Well, that well, Here's the thing. Because when they come in and clean up, they're almost trying. Why would Infinite Solutions, who are there, you think, to just grab them and hold them till they get sent to the raft, right? Why would they clean up the apartment? Why would they go in and try to get okay. rid of "quote unquote" evidence? I don't get it because but then they, they don't do, the, do that. Why would not well, they, they do the whole thing? Also,
1: why would they give the landlord their business exactly. card? Exactly.
0: Why would they do that? And also, then why would they even have him or the UFOs, all of them, just in holding? They would just hide them away. It, nothing makes sense overall in my mind about this and the scene. Is starting to be like, I don't get it. I don't, everything is just there to progress. Mm-hmm. Like you have the joke, there's always a stain in the car. You don't have to joke about the, the forced nature, like you like it, but the forced nature of what you're actually doing in the meantime, you know, and, and I, I only see that this is David Cross as the landlord who says, yeah, you know, they, they cleaned okay. up the whole place and, uh, they didn't even charge me, you know, pro boner. Now, oh. if you say those words out loud to anybody, as a landlord, anybody, I don't care if you know or don't know that it's pro bono. If you say pro boner out loud, first off, I'm giggling. and I'd be like, I don't know. But why?
1: And once again, That's, he repeats the joke twice, just oh like at, uh, Cap Iron Man, where you, you yeah. make a bad joke. And somehow it gets better if you say it again, which I don't think the math works
0: out. (laughs) You're a math guy. You tell me because he ends up saying, excuse me, that's Doc Ock. And he goes, you know, pro bono, like when you do stuff for free or whatever. And then he's like, that's pro bono. You caveman. I have expected here to be like, what? Uh, You two wasn't yeah, Like, just keep going with this nonsense. But they end up finding,
1: "Okay, UFOs. I haven't lost my edge.
0: Exactly. Hey there, you look like you're Larry Mullins. It doesn't work with Larry (laughs) (laughs) Mullins. It really isn't good there. Uh, You end up where they're going to scan this stain and then, (laughs) hey, did you turn? Oh, it's turned on. I'm
1: like, what is going on? Yeah, which with that this? the dialogue doesn't even make any sense. There, no. it's an excuse to make have Aunt May say she's turned on. Which yeah. I don't. I don't need that in my life. I swear to God, I'm even, reading even this angry. Like Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, I don't need it turned on.
0: I'm angry when I was reading this. So when I ended up reviewing it and then checking out the reviews when they hit, and I see people going. This is such a great interaction between Aunt May and Doc Ock. I mean, you, you people, you, you got to settle down, cool your jets. do something else, you know, <laughs> besides the point and blow off some steam. If you think that Aunt May saying to Doc Ock as he's caressing her, it's turned on. I'm like, that is gross. I'm, I, all I can think of is, you know, me going on, I got to see some of that Crypt Keeper porn. Uh, it just throws me off and so you get those are two
1: words that shouldn't go together
0: then yeah no, and then david cross i should have that sound but david cross is like hey get a room and even then it's funny because he's a landlord i thought they were gonna do a joke like hey i can rent your i don't know it nothing (laughs) works out yeah Yeah, they go off then and they go to this again very conveniently, here's the Infinite Solutions card. I Why are you giving them the card? Do, do you want this landlord then to hire you to clean your other apartments? You're a dupe. You're not even a real corporation, really. You are You are a shell for the Beyond Corporation. There's no reason to give a card out, especially when you're taking the UFOs. They go over to this place. Okay, let's check it out. Aunt May says, oh, this looks on the up and up, and I know the up and ups. And Doc Ock goes. There's even the idea of like I don't believe in ghosts, kind of. And that kind of plays out a couple times. And-
1: yeah, was that supposed to be him remembering being Peter Parker and uh, maybe, the ghost of Peter because Parker? Because that's what comes because up he later. Remember that. No,
0: and it's, it's it kind just- of
1: funny because I look back, and the idea is that he made this deal with Mephisto, right? Because he needed to beat up, he needed to defeat the Norman Osborn from another universe, and the deal was I'm going to put you back to be your old Doc Ock. And he remembers having been part of Parker Industries because that's he what he gets mad that about later. He was later. more of a
0: tech guy, and I and guess he doesn't remember things. being
1: Peter Parker, but he remembers running Parker Industries.
0: Yeah, and that's a, I a mean, thing. it's Mephisto
1: stuff. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, it and it's a good
0: thing happens. though to bring up because of the idea that he is helping Aunt May for her nephew Peter. This isn't oh, I got to help Spider Man. She's helping his
1: old flame. He does not know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man.
0: And the big thing about it is overall, I mean, if you want to like this or have fun with it, I mean, I do like Doc Ock would just, you know, throw things aside and say, I will help Aunt May. And he's doing that, but he only knows how to do his way. He ends up where they try to get in, they're kicked out, and then we're going to do it my way. And they break in where Doc Ock grabs Aunt May with one of the tentacles and they go and break in. And then they kind of have this meandering about of what they're going to do until you end up seeing X ray. Even at the point yeah, where mean, Aunt May has they, they to bring up, they broke an
1: awful easy. I mean, this is a holding facility for supervillains, and the window is just open, no alarm, no nothing. Yeah,
0: because I and the play here looks like it's like okay, this is already not on the up and up because it doesn't really look like a corporation. It's kind of a hidden thing anyway. But yeah, they just open a window and go in. Doesn't make sense. So they go in, and you get Aunt May at that one point where. I'm like, come on, like you're there to save Peter. Let's get to it where she's, you know, these people have names. X-Ray isn't a great name, but it's a name. We have names. I'm like, whatever, let's get going. So what ends up happening is they end up walking around. They're looking and look at Doc Ock. Like, what are these guards looking? He is looking through a giant window down into the weightlifting room of this facility you pointed out before we started why do they have a weightlifting room in what is just a holding facility that you get these metas to go here then they get taken to the raft or whatever there's no real reason to let them work out for their deal they shouldn't be there that long and you have i got just in the background
1: look at them with the, the <laughs> i'm like nobody sees this <laughs> right this guy with these robot arms just swirling around and The guards don't notice this this old lady in a purple coat just kind of just walking (laughs) around. And and
0: with that, I guess that they're real enthralled with this weightlifting where I said, I don't know that Cody Ziggler really gets it because and this is just a nitpick. But you end up having to say it's like, oh, man, hey, there, you got to spot somebody use use proper form talking to this guy you don't really have a form when you're, you're – the best thing when you're spotting somebody is, yeah, i got to pay attention. You're yeah, there don't, so that people your phone don't out hurt.
1: and check your Twitter. Yeah,
0: you're there when especially a bench press – and seriously, it's a lot of weight there. But you're there so that that person can do that extra bit that it's not going to be able to do a full rep, but they're there to grab it then and put it on the rack for you mm-hmm. so that you don't die. And right. he's like, oh, you got to use proper technique. Proper technique. Uh, why have this scene? there's no reason except to see doc ock there and right we, we even- need to
1: know that that doc ock sees x-ray in the facility but they put in way too many words to to make that happen
0: this is what i told you about what i think that his progression of dialogue is off a little you have doc ock talking at me and says hey we're gonna go which means x-ray must be around the dot 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 then you have a progression on the panel you're trying to pull a fast one on me kid and then you go down and corner,
1: right? And it, it, it the plays idea is that they're weird. talking at the same time, yes. But it the plays rhythm, off
0: weird, and the doesn't, funny doesn't thing work. is, not seeing Doc Ock right away, I thought that it said Connor, and I thought hmm. that was the guy who was doing the <laughs> the, this, <laughs> it the
1: does. deal. It, it it looks like X Ray is saying Connor. Because that's where the, the balloon's kind of pointing to.
0: Exactly. I thought that Connor was not doing proper spotting right, there. Right, the guy with Connor. the red beard. Yeah, and like it would be like, Connor, what are you doing? Use proper he technique. He looks like a Connor. Yeah, he does. I, I thought it was. And he's like, I'll do it better next time. I, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like you said, you have to see that he's there. Um, Then you see Aunt May realizes, oh, my God, there's a guard now.
1: Right now, now after they've seen all they need to see, now is when the guard notices them.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden the guard in the hallway. Now at this point, I don't. I I think that Aunt May jumps to a conclusion here. I don't know that this this guy does have his hand on his gun. Yeah,
1: she says he's going to shoot. <laughs> I thought shoot. was kind of too much, but he does have his hand reaching down to a holster. He so. does have it, uh, but again, okay
0: if you are a security guard or a cop and you're there to say stop, right there. You're going to have your hand on the gun, but it's not drawn yet. He's pointing to them saying, stop yeah. right there. Look at me. I'm in the set. And she goes, oh, my. And I'm telling you, this is the setup that she is now pretty much d- d- done with Ak because he's got to react to this. Oh, my God. And he ends up hitting this guard. Right. Ends up. Boom. Hits mm-hmm. the guard.
1: Put the, put the octopus on. Why
0: doesn't Aunt May say right there? You did what I told you not to do. You you attacked this guy. Now she yelled he's going to shoot. But later on, Ant-May has such a problem with the idea that Doc Ock has gone full Doc Ock. Yeah, he's yelling that he's going to flay a guy's skin, stuff like that. But this starts right here. He is going to do what he needs to do. And if somebody's going to attack, these aren't, I mean, again, these are just hired guards, not a bad guy. And he just, boom, might have killed him. But Ant-May's fine with that. And they go shots fired because the guy does shoot the gun as he's getting hit. They have to separate,
1: right? They're gonna they're gonna break up. They're gonna send Aunt May after Vapor and Doc oxygen after X Ray, and they're gonna meet up again later.
0: Yeah. So you end up having Octavius give Aunt May this gun that's gonna be able to get a sample of Vapor. She runs off. I well, don't that's know the exactly. Omni,
1: yeah. I was the Omni something. I forget which was which. Doesn't yeah, matter.
0: Scanner the sensor. It goes up. No. And so. Doc Ock just jumps down into the yard. You're going to fight. I mean, this is, again, Ant-Man couldn't be upset mm-hmm. about this. He's getting so attacked. So there's guards
1: him. down there. There's villains down there. And it's confusing because X-Ray says to one of the guards, turn off my dampeners. You know, presumably there's power dampeners. And the guard says, don't make it regret it. But where are the power dampeners? I don't. We don't, I don't usually see, see like, it. a bracelet or something around the neck. Or we see a switch turned off. Maybe the whole thing is power dampened, but we don't see anything in the art to to talk to to reference as power dampened. And
0: also, I mean, this this guy Harry, the guard. I mean, he really must be you know hard up for money. The, the UFOs have only been in this. You know, Thing and he's already borrowed 50 bucks He's like yeah you're gonna get 50
1: bucks I let's thought go. maybe they were playing cards or something And he owes him from a, a gambling bet that-,
0: that feels weird in a in a Holding facility that you want to think Is the big bed huh. beyond thing but again you could Just get in through opening a window so Things are a little lax there but it's a big fight You end up having the fight and you end up Having again if we want to go he said it You end up having of course x-ray yell, hey I was fighting this new Spider-Man and, man, he was like 2.0. He was superior. Nobody but me. is <laughs> so like he end up having Ock <laughs> flip out. And then he ends up where all the guards come down. And you almost get that, you know, are you trapped in with me or am I trapped with you type of deal where he's going to correct the error. All these things mm-hmm. going on because he realizes and we, that we things aren't the up and up.
1: In one panel, one of the octopus arms does take a sample of x ray
0: Yeah, yeah. He does take that as as they're going, which is Good to get. It's
1: an it's important plot point. Yeah. So
0: Aunt May, she's gonna do the personal touch, goes, finds Vapor, says, Hey, listen, I know that you, you know, a bad gal, but when you were fighting my it was collateral damage, my nephew ended up getting sick and you'd yeah, be able to. I thought to this help was a here. pretty
1: touching scene. It okay. I thought this was effective.
0: I wouldn't give Vapor my phone, but that's beside the no, point. <laughs> I I'm surprised
1: that Vapor's cell has an open slot. Because I would I would think you'd want that kind of sealed off, but... Especially because okay.
0: she's Vapor, right? Exa- exactly, it, You right. know, like, that really that, is weird.
1: Yeah,
0: and so the idea of that is very weird. But again, we've seen...
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Aunt May any a, sort of has a security guard's card. I didn't see exactly where she got that, but she must have got that in yeah, one of the Yeah, she previous... might have got it from the guy been when, uh, card that... the guy who was going to shoot her.
0: You know, the guy right. who's dead now. She... So but, she yeah. she
1: opens up the cell, and Vapor allows her to take a little sample... And then Aunt May locks her up again, apparently, and Vapor's fine with that. I would have thought that Vapor would say, okay, take my sample, but I'm going to, you know, the jig is up. Yeah. Gone. And, and
0: gone. I, I think right. that the idea of Vapor's like, well, there's this little, you know, thing I'm just going to zip out in here anyway. But I, I like when even yeah, Vapor says. Yeah, the little
1: conversation between the two of them nice.
0: Was, was nice. And I like when Vapor says, hey, listen, old lady. Don't tell anybody I helped you, because I got a rep. So like, oh, I'll say you fought like hell. That was I'll, nice. I'll
1: tell him you fought like hell, sweetie. I'm sorry, itty pie. And your dog, too. I'll, you I'll end up send, you, I'll send <laughs> you some wheat cakes. I'm going
0: to get it. And ribbon candies. We'll the
1: wheat cakes right through that slot that the paper like can't get through. But The black licorice.
0: Mike's, my nephew Peter likes the black licorice. The he worders. does and The all sorts.
1: End up where she
0: goes up, it's like, that's ah, it's nice. I mean, the sweetness of Aunt May plays out there. And she's trying to help Peter. So she ends up getting the sample, All right, that's great, thank you. I'm gonna go, you know, save my nephew. Goes to find Ock, who's now gone completely insane.
1: He's, he's completely Ocked out, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's pretty much knocked out all these guys. One that right. literally see, he's, looks he's like...
1: Got, it, it looks like Jay Jonah Jameson there It does. There on I ground. think
0: Jay Jonah had some problems, you know, after his podcast <laughs> <laughs> went down. He needed you know, some extra the side. He's but He's got this
1: one, one guy in a suit we haven't seen before. He's got him trapped in arms. And I've got to say, the, the Doc Art, Arms Art, that's hard to say. But it, it looks fantastic in this book. Yeah, it does. When it's climbing, it's, they're swinging around, they're doing stuff, it, it looks really nice. So he's got some guy who's kind of in charge, and he uses that guy to access some computer system.
0: Yeah, and he starts yelling that the Infinite Solutions is a sham. He's yelling at everybody, You don't you know? this is, And even as you go forward, like this is part of the Beyond Corporation. This is what's going on here. And really... The big thing is, by the end, you see that he has seen the beyond cor- – And I, I don't know why in a Shell Corporation computer that is the, that you could just access everything from beyond, including yeah, – I,
1: I guess that's just the way all these tropes work is that you You have a computer, you type fast, and right. you get all Blueprints the Blueprints, and
0: he says all the tech that they're using for Ben and that suit. It's his tech. That's his – Angle, he's pissed, but he's also pissed at at the dub of this. Well, you end up there where we said Doc Ock got a sample. You also have Aunt May; she got her sample. She got it from. Yep, Baker. they got their two she, samples. That's what She, they in my mind, she is five minutes away from saving her nephew Peter Parker. Comes in and sees Doc Doc Might be a little over the top, as I said. If she comes in, he's yelling, mm-hmm. "I'll flay your skin!"
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a little over the top.
0: That might—that's not good optics as you come in. But all of that. To think and and again by the end it doesn't matter I understand that but at this point Aunt May who really thinks at this point oh my God we're we're gonna save Peter he's gonna be okay I just got to get the oh okay. like instead of saying ah you know what I said Octavius do this and he'd probably put him down whatever she's like I can't do this you promised I can't I don't care if I have to start from scratch I'm not doing it this way and you are irresponsible because she has got to throw mm-hmm. that out. And walks away and I'm like,
1: I want no more part in this. I'll find another way to help Peter. Really? Your now, other
0: way was sitting around bitching at doctors and crying. That, now the, you-
1: the art works fine. You could just change the dialogue just a tiny bit to say, you know, I don't like the way you did this, but this better work. You better be able to say after all this nonsense you put me through, you better be able to save my nephew. And remember and that would at, work fine.
0: At one point the setup was when Aunt May runs away. To go to vapor when she goes she says Hey let's get this done and I'm gonna owe you big time wait till you see And uh I am looking forward to It you could even just have that no Date for you like no More of the sexy talk like we're Done here and this is it I'm never Mm -hmm. Calling you again you're a bad guy I realize that finally I'm not Gonna do this and then I could Say well like he says this is me May I can't change she Throws away the thing that would save her nephew and i'm thinking the idea of this your nephew ended up giving up his life for you to not die ended but up giving up his marriage she doesn't know that, that okay. she doesn't but i'm saying that she's just like eh, i'll find something else mm-hmm. i'll start start from it, scratch you, you didn't this wasn't your thing that like she makes it seem like all of the stuff that they did she could have done herself that right, she'll they, just find another all way the,
1: all the all the nasty work is already done
0: and even if it's like the idea where she comes in and sees and he's like, no, no, you don't understand this. These are the people who are are doing they bought your nephew, you know, Peter's things. They got this. They might even be involved in like whatever. But no, she storms off like and I love the idea in this where this has it. We talked about it last issue on the Patreon only deal about that crazy algae you know, thing that they were on, the algae tank, like the right. algae the rig large. that they were on, and we we had the idea of like you end up having that one set. Nobody's calling. Why aren't there beyond corporation thugs coming in right now? This would exactly. set off alarms Our, everywhere. Or
1: she can just walk out of this. She's just, just walking out. That's my uh, point. She, she just walks out, out the window.
0: I think she walks out the front out.
1: door. <laughs> But it's she's inside the part where, where the bad guys are. <laughs> that door would be locked, wouldn't it?
0: She legitimately just I guess she has, of this too. Maybe she
1: can bring one of those cards with her, but
0: she has the card. She's also walking through a supermax prison of meta who probably. You all that, okay, are we know they beat done. up
1: a lot of guards, but there should be there should be more on their way. Yeah. Somebody has to be
0: a whole I mean, really, you want to play it up. Ben Riley should be on the way as Spider-Man because there's been a break-in of the facility, and that mm. would have turned into something maybe interesting. But instead, it, Aunt May, sassy Aunt May is just go walk out that front door of a Supermax prison holding center, just walks out, and then just goes, says, I'm going to do this on my own. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, people giving this a 10 and things like that, I, I she, don't She still has it. the
1: brooch on. We're very clearly shown she still has the octopus brooch on, although this time it only has seven arms.
0: Yeah, yeah, change. I think that's just an art mistake. So she goes, and I'm going to start from scratch, get some, maybe starts to regret that she did it. I, I love this idea of, all right, I better get to it. Like, I imagine her, like, she's going to buy a detecting kit and start going out. I'm going to look for clues now. Where is she going? What is the start from scratch for Aunt May? Aunt May has been sitting bedside crying and yelling at doctors that they're not doing enough. Maybe she could go and do something behind the scenes like, go listen, to the lizard? go this, that, and that. Yeah, really. What's his name? She just starts. Call- Somebody Scorpion. get me goblin on line three. I got to do some. It'd be funny if she called Norman. Used to uh, date yeah, Norman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she ends up sitting there. She's, I mean, at least she's making tea. I mean, you got that, right? She's got the she, kettle on. She calls on. boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, right? So, I mean, here's the deal. Call I, I guess she doesn't know the connect. It's a weird connection of what she could do But the phone rings It's it's the hospital it's a Miracle she says I need a miracle now The miracle would have been to bite your tongue For three minutes and then tell Doc Ock You're done with him but Doc Ock, behind the scenes To make him a good guy he had sent the You know the stats and The info again it's very You know comic book science Deal too because you're ending up saying, oh, Here's sample this sample that there you go. I would have thought that Doc Ock himself would have come up with some serum or something. We're right. going to go with this
1: Reed Richards machinery.
0: Something you know, because he wouldn't be able
1: omni, to. Omni producer, omni-serum. Exactly. Serum.
0: But he just sends the info to the doctor. I'm, I'm imagining these doctors are like, I don't know what to do with this. But they end up being able to help Peter. You got to come down here. You got to see the play as, you know, oh my God, what's going on? She storms in, says, finally, it's nice to the doctor. He, and even he's like, oh, here we go. because She's going to yell, but mm-hmm. she goes into the room and Peter's up. He's just sitting there. What bus hit me? Anybody get the name of that bus there? And they hug. See,
1: you know. It's a big moment. I mean, the, this whole Beyond story kicked off by Peter Parker getting sent to the hospital because he was poisoned by the UFOs. And that's why all this has happened. That's why there's only one Spider-Man. That's why there's no competition between him and Ben Reilly because he was out of commission. So he looks like he's all the way back. I mean, he looks fine. Yeah,
0: looks stacked too. Actually, looks like he took like the cap workout while he was in a coma. Uh, but yeah, he's back. That's huge. And I'm really shocked. I, I really expected in this to have it like, hey, we got this info. We're working on it. We're seeing good signs. And then you'd have in the next, you know, 81 where he comes out. But that's cool that he's out of the coma. We have him there. If you are a fan of Ben Riley, this is. Again, I said that it's playing out a lot like in the DCYOU deal of the DC Comics when you had Gordon become the Batman, and he had the suit and stuff like that, where you didn't allow him to really settle into that. You had Bruce Wayne come back right away, and this might be a little too soon, but I understand we're going to get a Ben Riley book anyway. So you have that, but then you get an epilogue deal where this is where we're going to continue on the deal because... Doc Ock's yeah, on the, the epilogue, scene. We
1: get right? an, an art change. We had a couple artists lists that I presume this is one of the other ones doing this last scene.
0: Yeah, I like and the we art
1: a, too. Actually, of your standard New York City rooftop with a water tank, and we see some guards, and there's being attacked. There's some shooting going on. And who is this person wearing like a, a brown jacket saying, Not again, be brave, Basir, be brave? What is going on there? Is that a reference to something we saw? In a previous issue
0: if I all don't... of a sudden that guy has uh you know hangover pills I, I i actually in my mind and somebody might and again this might be a deep cut it might be something for some reason i think that this is a friend of cody Ziegler's, and he just put him there peeing his pants on the rooftop but the idea too why is he there why is this guy there because this is the rooftop of a super max right and are the they center. being attacked
1: it says the door is not going to hold Who's bursting through a door? Are they burst? Is 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 Doc Ock coming onto the room I from guess inside he's coming on.
0: I guess he's but coming shooting on, shooting upwards like I he's know. coming
1: from the sky. I don't know. Maybe so he I is don't understand the job. I don't either.
0: Here. But they're that you know, I think it's Ock who he, he thinks he's James Bond here. Look at this guy. <laughs> I would not wear a white suit out if I was Ock. I mean, first off, it doesn't really you know not give flattering. Him- he needs a yeah. thin, a thinning. He's type like vertical color. stripes, yeah, or yeah. He, he needs stripes, that, yeah. but also he's gonna get dirty, right? Also, you gotta like have rips and stuff. I wouldn't waste a, a good suit hmm. like that. But he comes in and, and he this tells one, this them one all.
1: guard, you know, you know, gives him the key card, lets him access everything, including he seems to access this computer panel on the roof. On the roof. It's crazy. It looks almost like an ATM. Like, yeah, like That's what it looks like. But you can see it's still on the roof because in the background you see stars, you see other buildings. This is clearly still on the roof. So I don't know why you'd have all your, your corporate secrets accessible from the rooftop.
0: And I why would you why think. would you have them at all? I it, it's so weird. This this beyond corporation it's getting smaller and smaller when it comes to security and tech but he ends up all right and that's where he flips out you know that you're in They're with run a by shell Max the beyond danger, corporation not Max security. yeah really it's true and the danger is their, you know their lack of the i don't know it's yeah Vox, you hey you guys are working for beyond corporation at that point too where he's like you know that you're being duped you're working for the beyond corporation in my mind these guys would say who cares i get a check i mean the beyond corporation hasn't been revealed
1: by verizon or time warner for all i care the beyond corporation
0: hasn't been revealed to anybody as being anything bad yet they are and you you would assume they are because it's a comic book and they have been and they're duping them but overall it does not seem that this is something like you're working for hydra you're working but it's you know you're working for the beyond corporation like oh yeah yeah i did see like on the bottom of my check it does have that beyond thing stamped on it but yeah, we're working on a subsidiary.
1: Yeah, the, the check clears. I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's like you're there, and you're like, you like you go to some potato chip factory. You know that you're really working for Lay's, right? And they're like, "Who the hell cares? Get out of here. We got potato <laughs> chips to make." And so he's like, "Oh, look at that! They and I love how he's so happy, but looks like that they took Peter's deal and also my tech designs. And I don't again. If we're gonna have the worst week of trash talking." Like, things that's like, the one thing that Doc Ock doesn't like is plagiarism. I'm like, ooh, that's 100% Doc Ock. Oh, my goodness. Is that a
1: reference to why Peter lost his Ph.D.? Because you remember at, at the beginning of the, the last Amazing Spider-Man run, they found out that Peter Parker had plagiarized well, he his, had his that. work from Doc Ock. Except, of course, it was Doc Ock as Peter who wrote the thing.
0: And then he also ended up losing his riches. And, got it to, you know, that company was up to just be grabbed anyway. But, yeah, it might have been the deal with that. And and then he said, I'll remind them that it is I who will always remain the superior. And then suddenly. And you see
1: the sun's up. It becomes Which means daytime. That the street lights have turned off. And, <laughs> and we know what have. that means. I
0: mean, Blade's somewhere killing somebody. I also love the idea that it, the progression of this makes it seem that it goes from 430 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the afternoon. He's like, Would I, da-? like, was he there waxing poetic with these lines for seven hours? Because he's there and he's like, I don't like plagiarism. And it looks like, in now the Beyond Tower, like he's gone so ridiculous, but in the end, you get a big thing. Peter's out of the coma. Just the progressions in this yep. and just the really nonsense. Like what are... this
1: issue accomplishes. Yeah, that's okay? all it, it does. It accomplishes that, that Peter's out of the coma. It accomplishes that we know that the Beyond Corporation was mixed up with the UFOs to begin with. We know that Doc Ock tech is what they're using to make this new Spider-Man suit. And we know that Doc Ock is, is now on the warpath against Beyond. So, so we have a lot of pieces lot going coming on
0: the thing that goes like, "What food do you hate? What is a food that you don't like?" Uh, beets. Okay, you don't like beets. You're sick for some odd reason. I decide to get your antibiotics and shove them into a beet, Ugh. and I make <laughs> you eat it. And you're like, "Oh man, you're, you're getting
1: all sick and out of the sticks." I, I, I do like the infection going away. <laughs> you got but what, I don't what you like needed. My poop looking like that. Yes, yeah. you got
0: what you needed. Now you're, you know, having some problems. On the can. beets are real good for you, by the way. You should eat more beets. I end up when I eat beets, the problem is that I eat them only for the nutritional. But I hate them too because when you're eating, my swear to God, I can sit there and eat them. It's almost like a wine when you're doing that. And you, so I can sit there and I'm like, yeah, that tastes like New Jersey dirt. Oh. They, they all, it tastes like dirt. Is what taste it like tastes dirt. like yeah. So what I do is add a little smidgen of vinegar, which actually does counteract that a bit. Now it tastes like sour it- dirt. Yes, uh, but sour dirt better than actual dirt, I guess, but yeah, I, I ended up at one point, I was really every day eating lots of beets, but Ugh. yeah, I had to stop I, I i you know eased off of that, but it is they are really good for you, but by the end, you know, you eat the beet, you hate it, you hate me for giving you the beet, but really? when, all in all, I ended up I was thinking of you, I don't know why I needed to give you the beet, maybe because it's the idea, I'm like. Well, I want to help him, but I don't want him to think I'm a nice guy. So I'm going to do that. Shove the beat down your throat. You get the antibiotics where at the end you got what you needed. And that's what this is to me. Again, you use this Doc Ock Aunt May deal to be the, hey, everybody, look at this. This is great. They're back. Hey. And when you get into it, the sexy talk threw me off. The idea that Aunt May throws everything that they did in the issue away to only then a page later have Doc Ock do it anyway, I thought was. You didn't need Aunt May to be... Like It's almost like they thought Aunt May would never do this, and you got to separate her from this evil doings by... No, she did what she did, and she was doing it for Peter. There was no reason to have to separate the deal. Only have her slap Doc Ock and say, you're not getting that treat. And then, you know what? The only treat you get, Watching me walk away. And then she boom, boom, boom. <laughs> As she goes, and Doc Ock's like, oh, my God. And then you see one of the tentacles try to go get her, and she slaps it away. And then she goes off to, I don't know what, go to the bingo hall. Because she had that bingo joke. But overall, what would you give this?
1: I, I really like the art. I think the octopus art is terrific. I like what it accomplishes. I don't like the dialogue or the jokiness. But I'm at a 6.8.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I I gave it a 5 on the site. I got I to gotta go up a little more. When we were it, talking it is, about it, it does it, things that need to be had works
1: so much better than the previous Cody Ziggler story. Still so.
0: not great. And I think that maybe I was I was still angry about the last one. And with that, I, I was really thrown off by the sexy talk. And then when we talk, yeah, yeah, it's not, not real good. over the top, but it is. But overall, the thing that really got me upset was Aunt May saying, I'm going to start from scratch, which there was no start from scratch. You're. you're your nephew might die. I mean, he's in a coma, which they make it seem like okay. I may be
1: just a little too happy about the outcome. No, but that's again,
0: that's why I'm going to go up. Because of the outcome, you do get some big things. Like you said, on surface, you get Peter out of the coma. But when you started mentioning the other things, especially with Doc Ock, which is cool, because I like Doc Ock, and I want to see more of him in this, going after the Beyond Corporation, that's kind of a, a neat little twist as well that because right, the, thing that the ends Beyond up saving. Corporation
1: we're not too crazy about, but it's like one bad guy against a group of not-so-good guys. And, yeah, and then you yeah. have
0: Ben Riley, Peter. I mean, Peter coming out of this coma and getting back, he's going to obviously be very interested in what's going on with the Beyond Corporation still and Ben. Then you end up having a bad guy, Doc Ack, who is kind of doing the things that we think would be on the good side. So, yeah, I, I'm actually – I'll go all the way up to a six from the five that I had on the side. I, I think that there's some things going on. I just – There's some weird progressions and things like that, but that's the first section of books. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back with the big two after this. All right, and we are back, and we're going to start off with the giant-sized Black Cat Infinity score number one, where we're going to end most of this nonsense. Most of the Infinity stuff goes off. At the end, kind of to be its own thing again and maybe pick up somewhere else. This is going to end the Black Cat part of it, it seems.
1: Yeah, this book kind of didn't go where I thought it was going to go. I was I was fairly uh, pleasantly surprised by actually what happened.
0: I agree, because we had been complaining that we don't like Black Cat involved in a lot of cosmic stuff. It seemed bigger, you know, uh, over her pay grade or even over... Anything she would be involved with And we find out why here I said that it's funny because all you have to do You can end up getting Felicia to do anything As long as you say it's a heist It doesn't matter if it is or isn't <laughs> right. You say it's a heist And she is in And that kind of had been deal The King and Black stuff it, That was just, it was too much for me I think But mm-hmm. we end up having this And like you said, it does end up Twisting and turning to the end to show you Why she's doing all this stuff with the people involved in the Infinity Stones And it makes sense It makes sense for her And it's more—it's less cosmic by the end But it's written by Jeb McKay Art by C.F. uh Colors by Brian Reber Letters by Farron Delgado Felicia Hardy, a.k.a. The Black Cat, a.k.a. The World's Greatest Thief Has assembled a cosmically dangerous crew for her latest heist There you go The ultra-powerful Infinity Stones have been embedded inside super-powered individuals like the reality-warping supervillain Ripley Ryan. I always want to say Ryan Ripley for some reason, a.k.a. Star, the time-stopping felon, Hector Batista, a.k.a. Overtime, and the teleporting child snatcher, Quantum. You know, good guys. They've all been bad news, but Felicia needs some good cheaper goal. She needs their help. Curing a dying-aimed scientist for a client who may or may not be Dr. Doom and in exchange, promised some protection from SuperSight spy Nick Fury. And assembling her crew, Felicia had to outfox not only Fury, but also the Cape Vigilante Nighthawk who wants the stones to restore an alternate universe where he and Felicia work together. Now, with so all the pieces a lot of and strands place, here. Yeah, there is. The Black Cat prepares to strike. And you do end up tying up a bunch of things here. But you do have Star and... Felicia going into this hospital. They end mm-hmm. up going in, and she says, "You don't have to break into a hospital. You just end up looking like you belong there, and people are too busy to even pay attention." It's a nice, true thing. enough, yeah. and, and she's smart. She knows how these things go. Now, with all of that, Star is kind of like, "Man, y- your team isn't super powered. You did gadgets. We don't need any of that." She's like, "No, no, no. We just kind of walk in." Just right. Sometimes like you. it's all
1: about the attitude.
0: Yeah, look like you're supposed to be there and you will be able to. And they go in and you get to this bed. And this is where you have that scientist dying of cancer. Can you cure? Star can. She can change reality. And she does. And in that, as you see different things going on with quantum and over time, all these things going on. Now,
1: they talk about putting the crew together, but the crew has never been physically together. Because the idea is that here, we have three of these people who all have these stones inside them and if they get they're not very good at using their powers yet. So they have this amazing power but they don't know, they don't have any technique. But if they all get together, as more and more of them get together in one's place, it kind of amps up their powers. So what Felicia managed to do was she knows that what Star craves is his power. She wants all the power. So the the carrot here for her is that I need to give you more power to so you can do the thing for me. And what you get at that is the power. But what she does is – so she and Star go together in the the, uh, the hospital room with a sick person. But on the floors above and below, you have the teleport guy teleport in. Yep. And Quantum you have the time 80%. guy who can go on by stopping time presumably. So they're physically close together, but they can't see each other. They're on and they're not know, the same three row. floors yeah. in a row.
0: It's and you get a clever. cross section, which I thought was pretty cool too. And they are like boom, boom, boom—three levels of the building. Yep, the right, bright above colors that match
1: up their stones. Yeah, it looks cool. It's, it's very clever. I like it a lot.
0: Yep. And she starts feeling that power up, and she's like, "Oh my god, I didn't know this is how it would feel. I can go now." She starts going a little crazy as she would, but oh, she is though,
1: drunk yeah. on this power.
0: Yeah, I mean, at one point, she basically says, "You know, screw this. I'm going to be a god." Uh, but she does cure. This scientist of the cancer ends up being able, you know, super powered cures the cancer. You end up then where? Right. she says, "Tell Doctor Doom, you
1: owe me, me a favor." Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, the big thing is the idea where you end up having the woman recognize. You, you find out it, it's Felicia's mom. She ended up Felicia's with all mom. This is was no
1: Doctor Doom nonsense. No aim scientist. It's just Felicia's mom who had cancer, and we we had met Felicia's mom in the very early issues of this whole run, so we know her. So this is a this is an important moment.
0: It's a big deal. And now now Star, I'm dupe, but now I have the power. You know, I I don't know why. I know the idea of helping out Doctor Doom. He owes me a favor, whatnot. But he still got that power. You know what I mean? It Star really flips out about this being you know played, but it's okay. And you end up having Felicia there. That's what she was doing all along. So all this cosmic stuff, all this big stuff, it was just as simple as she needed her mom to be cured. And explains throughout this the idea that she already lost her dad and she doesn't want to lose her mom. Her mom's the only one she has left. And you do go through And I guess she scenes. lost her
1: dad in her actual first appearance in the Spider-Man books. That was where the character came from.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't want to lose her mom. and. In this issue, you're gonna jump back and forth through locations, times, things like that, to get things like Odessa and the mm-hmm. New York guild. And and also be reminded of the things that you ended up having Felicia try first to try to get her mom back. She wanted her to be immortal with the Thieves Guild, but Odessa says, Can't do that. It'd make a mockery of it. We can't even see, you know, Fox there in that whole other dimension deal where he, he's wacky with the like, you know of the mind with the coins and stuff coming well, out and, i don't
1: really understand that page i guess we just need this is the last issue of this whole run so we need to see the black fox but i did not think it really belonged in the story it
0: was weird in the deal it almost played out with the progression that when star was doing this it's like warping reality around it she's able to see it's weird but you have that but i like the stuff with odessa and the thieves guild where she does End up and then says, well, if you're not going to help me, you're nothing to me. I'm going, you know, th- they have that, you know, back and forth anyway. Uh, but we go back where Star then says, I'm going to be a god now. Now, you have another twist and turn, which I thought was pretty cool. This hospital's all a dupe. They're yeah, all nice. guys. They're Fury because guys here.
1: Had, and, and through all these infinite, uh, whatever this was, all those, those annuals, all the backups was this separate. Uh, Nick Fury story where he was kind of fighting with Nighthawk and that's where he got the stuff that was you know, that's where he captured Star that's where Star was where uh, you know black uh, what, what's her name uh, Yeah, Felicia Felicia was able to get get Star from him in the very first issue of this she was this in thing. like
0: a you know a tube type almost like a coffin thing and ended up stealing so her. Nick
1: Fury being Nick Fury knows what's going on so he set up this whole hospital Everyone who works here, all the doctors, all the orderlies, probably all the fake patients are all working for him. He, he's not shield anymore, but whatever organization he has, they're working for him. His mercenaries. So, so all the doctors pull these, these, uh, you know, guns with laser sights on it. Yeah,
0: everybody's there. And again, it's also to get all the people with the infinity stones because they're all there. This was all set up to get everybody so that he could go. And you do have. I like the art a lot in this And you do have that really clever deal then well, also Nighthawk shows up at the one point like i He shows up to do his thing Everybody's freaking out But you get that cross section again But it's a bigger one as you have fights going on It's really cool and I
1: like that. Oh, yeah, that, that two-page cross jacket is very neat.
0: I love how they were able to play, you said before, when you have the colors. That really mm-hmm. really gives you the opportunity to then, okay, that's quantum. All right, there's a – so I, I thought that that was cool. The colors and the
1: sound effects on that page are fantastic. Yeah,
0: they're awesome. As Felicia's going up and down things, stars beating people up with her. You, you know? see Fury running it's up the so stairs. Cool. so Yeah, he's running up. Yeah, he's all upset. And – yeah, they're they're all you know fighting, trying to get out. But you have these things where again, Nighthawk's there. We could have done this. We would have that. But you have you know, Star is pissed at Nighthawk. Ends up attacking him. Like all these things are being tied up right. pretty quickly. And, but and right know, before okay, Nighthawk okay, gets attacked,
1: because Night, Nighthawk is the you know the analog of Batman. So right before he gets his just he gets wrecked, he makes the. <laughs> The HH sound that Batman makes. I don't, I don't even know what that's supposed to sound like. I don't but either. That is,
0: you tried but
1: it. that is, I, I did my best. But clearly, that's, that's a nod. Yep, this is Batman about to get taken out by Star. Oh,
0: yeah. And, and he, again, gets, he gets
1: wailed. It's
0: kind of that Heroes Reborn universe. He wanted to bring back. That's what he was after. And so when this is all going He's on. He's the only one who wants I know. To bring he is the
1: only one. <laughs> But I do love seeing Star show up with all these darts That's awesome. I was going to say,
0: like, a lot of this is really cool because you ended up having Fury yell to his people, you know, Trank, the the Infinity Stone guy, we got to get them, we're going to get them back. And she shows up and she's so powered up that she's able to go through it. But yeah, she looks like a porcupine with all those in. She is pissed off. But by the end, Felicia gets taken in by Fury. He ends up grabbing her.
1: Because uh, Star sees Nighthawk and... They had been fighting in the backups. So she's mad at, uh, at, the uh, at Felicia, but she's madder at Nighthawk. Yeah, yeah. So she just him. turns to kick his ass, says, this all started with you. And as a footnote to the Guardians of Galaxy annual, which I, I think it was probably meant to be one of the other annuals. They all got out of order. Yeah, it could and messed have just been,
0: it, even that, it could have just been see all the backups, because that's kind of the backups of those that you So think she kind of flies off
1: then. with Nighthawk. They're gone. The other two stone Stone wielders, as soon as they saw that this was a setup, you know, they teleported or, they or, or spaced out. Yeah, yeah, so right. they can do that. So I the mean, only person that out. Nick Fury actually catches is Felicia. And what he wants back is this scanner that she stole from him that was how they were able to track the stones. It was made from a fragment of the Tesseract, I think, or a or uh what a cosmic cube. Some it was something that it can't be replaced. So he wants it back, and that's what Nighthawk wanted back. But she says that she destroyed it because I don't want either you two bozos having that power. Yeah, both
0: of you guys are you don't need that power. That thing is too big and the stone so they're out and about still. So that you yeah, end all but this, she's with, arrested.
1: Yeah, and she's, she's arrested. fine with that. She's like, okay, that's fine. I did what I had to do. But he also says he kind of hints that, yeah, I I let you cure your. That mom was the first.
0: best thing uh, because she nice. ends up saying, I can't believe you duped me. You know, you're such a jerk. You had this, and he said, didn't you realize? Like, I didn't attack until after I allowed Star to heal your mother. Like all that stuff of of the stone wielders coming in, getting in the position. That, that was let by fury fury let mm-hmm. said okay let them go now again it does put them in if he figured out that before it does make it an easy deal wait till they get because you'll be there at both levels we'll be able to take them down unfortunately they didn't but he was the guy who let this happen he mm-hmm. knew the plan obviously he had all the all the, the doctors and stuff like that as his guys and yeah felicia goes to jail and she's okay with that because her mom's gonna live and her mom ends up coming to visit her. I didn't know that the raft allowed a lot of visitors. The raft itself seemed like I don't know why it seems a little more than just. But she's there. They're not allowed to hug. Right. But she, why did you do this? I have to visit you like I did your father. And she just keeps going with the idea like, yeah, don't worry about it, mom. Like you're alive. That's all that matters. Uh, and you know me, I I gotta plan all that stuff. And it is funny because then she has another visitor, or at least visitors, because they say. Hey, uh, yeah, you got your attorneys here, whatever. And I'm like, okay, who's that going to be? And I, I actually didn't think that it was going <laughs> to be, you know, Boris. And, and that I thought it was going to be like yeah. a Tony Stark or something, like something weird. But it's them. They're going to break out. And it's a. I think that's the perfect ending. We don't need to see them break out. Now, when we get somewhere else with her in, I wish we had almost like a back to basics book with her again. I wish Jed McKay would, you know, be able to convince somebody. Let's just go back to that first part of that where we could just have them do their little heist and things like that. And if you do, you don't even have to rep- She got out. You know that she's going to get out sure. and things like that. So. And
1: that was nice because these were the only two like characters from this run that we hadn't seen yet this issue. So we get them right at the end and we know there's a plan. We don't know what the plan is. We know it's going to be a fun plan and we know what's going to work.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I like the end, and it, it makes it all worthwhile, even with the beginning where, you know, Star says, oh, you, you just got these ex-cons as your crew. Like, why don't you have superheroes? Why don't they have all these gadgets or whatever? But no, they, they just they're they my they're, boys. I trust Yeah, they're the boys. Right. They're the family. That's I trust you. Me and you both have said we love that first bit of the book. Of Jeb McKay's run, then it it got canceled. Then it came back. Then it got involved in all this stuff in that part. But
1: this really feels like it recaptured the heart of those early issues. All the the emotional beats really worked. The the finding out why why Felicia got involved in all this cosmic nonsense. It's to save her mom, and then to find out that yeah, uh, Fury knew all about it. But then that he let her heal her mom first, and then to have these. The guys come back at the end. All those beats really work.
0: They did. And it really does go with, and if you have been listening, even just me yelling, I don't like this cosmic stuff, cosmic stuff. It does end up like I was duped. I end up at the end. I'm like, oh, the twist ends up making it work. There's
1: only one part that didn't really work for me. There's the part where it's a thing where Felicia says, supernova, activate, and then the thing happens. Now, my... I can see if I zoom in, I think what happened here is in previous issues when she's putting her, her crew together, when she's got these, these stone people, she tells them that I'm giving you this special pendant and this yeah, will hide the you pendant. from Nick Fury. So I guess I it must be that that must be a key word that makes the pendant just. Flashbang. And the
0: weird thing is you end up bringing up that pendant at the beginning as a way to remind people of, but I wish that that was spelled out better. Just because, yeah, that more, seems a now, trigger now word. Now that
1: I look at the art a little more closely, I, I can see that that is what's exploding. Yeah, it's
0: like a flashbang uh, bang deal. A,
1: a little more of a, a hint, maybe a flashback with the boys setting it up. Maybe, maybe one of those Odessa scenes could instead have been something about that. But moment.
0: it should have been set up a little more. Because yeah. I thought... Does she have like a way that she knows that? Like, I thought at first, star ended up that's like a you know, a trigger word for herself to go supernova or something, but yeah, but it is full out that that pendant where you would guess that it, each of them has like a different deal. Uh, so with that, you think the other two kind of I, I would think they'd throw that away the minute that they get out of here, but even so, it was a little confusing. I'm glad you brought that
1: up. What would you give this at the end? I've had a solid 9 out of 10. Okay, I I'm really an love this book.
0: Yeah, I'm an 8.5, so I'm pretty good with it as well. As we go off to the last book of the podcast, and the big book for this week, it's Reign, one of six, a Marvel event. Star- says, of event. Right? Yeah, it says the whole deal there. And, again, it's, it's going from the Chip Zdarsky daredevil stuff and really tying into this big deal with Fisk. And I was a little let down by this overall for this first issue. I-, I
1: I wasn't very excited about this being an event book to begin with because all Marvel events are kind of the same. And Daredevil, a Daredevil run, when it's been good, it's been because it's been very different from that. So I did, it felt like a, a, a square peg in a round hole. Risk yes so i like the tv Show square pegs back in the day
0: you have Devil rain part one it's written by chip Zdarsky art by marco shadow i think The art's great colors by Marcelo Menyes letters by clayton Cowles. And you have a bit Of a recap with matt murdoch We kind of know he's daredevil uh no Foe has stood in the way of murdoch's pursuit Of justice more than wilson fisk formerly The kingpin of a vast criminal empire That touched every corner of new york and beyond And the duly elected mayor of new york Despite his best efforts, Fisk has failed to truly grow into his office and wash his hands of his old life and the bloodshed it bore. Now, after wedding typhoid Mary and retreating to upstate New York for their honeymoon, Fisk has discovered a secret that has made his blood boil. He ended up finding, and it is explained in this, if you just jump in, but he ended up finding one of his files. He says in this that I keep secrets and all that, you know, filed away because that's who he is. That's what he uses as leverage, things like that. He ended up finding Daredevil's identity file, open it up and all the pages were either blank or didn't make sense. This flipped them out. I really felt like coming out of that last issue of Daredevil, when we saw that into this, it's a little forced to get an event for an idea of, oh, my files. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, that turns out to be the inciting incident for this entire event is is Fisk being mad about those files being blank.
0: That feels like a couple issue even six issue even right. that but arc but, but of the, the book out
1: of that we we get a, a a civil war revisited out of this it's, it's it's no more capes again it's kamala's law again it's all that it's the heroes are bad and I'm a politician and I'm going to say that all the heroes are bad and I'm going to have my own own villains take over as police and then they're going to get the heroes
0: and again if you go with that you said it's civil war again which in a forced way you had mentioned the last issue of Daredevil. We don't need that civil war again. We don't need that registration, actually. You better mind your p's and q's and the thing that I don't like about this, and maybe it's the the quickness that you had to do this, maybe it with a little more setup, but with chip Sidarsky and the sub stack at one point, we thought that he was just leaving, not doing any Daredevil, and I think that they convinced him, well, let's tie up your things with this event first. Let's see what's going on after because the idea of that last issue saying getting mad out of jail before the time was due, which he really was adamant against, but then went with, but then even having, I believe at that point might've been Tony himself, or maybe even Reed. like, we don't need that registration act again. You end up really forcing Butch, the illegitimate son of Kingpin kind of doing his little machinations. And it seems like his mm-hmm. killing is he to get, but it seems like time is pe- like, Things are too well into place already when I jump into this, and that makes it feel forced. The idea that Fisk has already done enough where he can just say, I'm having a press conference now. We don't see any
1: hints about this law being proposed. We don't see there's some politicians are for it or against it. We just hear this law is now a thing. And we don't even really get told precisely what the law says. No.
0: And they even ask questions. And you have that. And we'll fill the wiggle room, like you, you say, when we're doing our death note deal of fiscal answer questions later. And right. the thing that I don't like is you Which, set I mean, up. That
1: would be a, a fisk thing to do to have the law be whatever he wants law to be.
0: But the play at that last issue, last week of Daredevil, the play was Matt. You got to watch your p's and q's. He got out of jail early, even though he didn't want to, but then he did. But you're out early. And people are going to be watching you. If you go out and start knocking heads for no reason, if you do bad things, then all hell's going to fall down on all of us. You are the focal point now. You are the one who has to just lay low. And then all of a sudden here, boom, no capes, no masks. And it just felt forced. But you have also the Strom ones at the very beginning. We haven't seen them in a while. Where you see that because they are the ones, the rich, you know,
1: sister brothers feel that that, odd page because we only get this one page and they're not referenced anywhere else in this issue. So they're going to come. I guess we're going to see them again in the event.
0: I guess what we see them, I thought we see them at the very end, the cliffhanger. But even so, when they say, "Hey, do you want to make Fisk the mayor again?" Because it's up to them. They're the ones who rule everything. We said they're super rich, whatever. They got duped out of Hell's Kitchen. Everything went wrong and you thought that they were Against this but they're almost Like again in the Patreon deal When we're talking about the Vampire Council like what do they care you know It's all fun and games to them So they're like yeah I think that he's Interesting maybe we'll keep going With this Fisk to then just go Into this deal where and it's Even one week ago so what Is the time frame that went but you end up having Fisk meet with Daredevil kind of Doves him into going to Hell's Kitchen And then throws that file at him and basically says, I know that you mess with my mind I don't write nonsense or empty pages What's going on? You screw with me I'm going to figure this out Again though, where mm-hmm. do you go from Matt? Well, no, Daredevil Not knowing for, you know, Where you go from Daredevil's identity Is a secret to all heroes are banned from New York City. Yeah, it's such the, a
1: jump. It doesn't really work logically. It, it feels like he was, he either came up with it, was told, yeah, we're doing a, a, a big event. We have to have all the heroes involved. <laughs> yeah, something. So it's kind of. You start from one end, you start from the other end, and the bridge doesn't really meet in the middle. But here we yeah, he yells at Daredevil. Daredevil kind of cracks wise back at him. It's called the secret identity, and then that makes Fisk just angry. The
0: weird thing about it is is that the play here seemed to be as if Fisk would say, until you tell me, almost playing between the lines, until you tell me your identity, all heroes hero's done, you're, I'm screwing your buddies up, you better tell me. But in this actual issue... You end up having, I believe, Tony say, don't do it or cap. I think it's cap. Yes, don't it's cap. tell him that's what he wants and he gets it. So you're even throwing that out. And you said it already, but I'll repeat. This is just like Civil War. This is just like Charles Sewell's run before Chip Zdarsky's Kingpin banned the heroes in New York. It's like Outlaw, which they even reference. That Why reference that? Fisk is a smart. That was a disaster. For everybody involved, and I'm not even—I'm talking in the comics too. That was wiped away. Why mention that now? Because that's a fresh, like, not good thing. And also, it feels so much like DC when you have the whole fear state stuff and no masks allowed in Gotham. It's—it's just—it's too much of like everything else. And I know that some of those stories we've seen so many times. So many times. And I thought by the end of this first issue. Chip Zdarsky is a smart guy, and I love him. I think he's a great writer. I thought that we're, and maybe we're still, but like we're not really going to get this. This isn't this. This whole no masks is just a ploy a to do something else. And by the end, Fisk was going to reveal his real plan. But no, it seems like the deal, and you you just go very randomly. Okay, let's see Moon Knight being taken in. And then let's see Miles trying to save a girl from a fiery building, a flaming... And, oh, yeah, thanks a lot, Spider-Man. I hate that new costume, by the way. I can't Right, I was going to say, he,
1: that must be because that's just of the new Beyond costume. Stuff.
0: That's just new oh, costume new- before. It's a oh, kid oh, who okay. made it for him. Uh, Not a good costume. I said it th- points. I, thought
1: I, w- I gave him more credit. I thought it was going to be because the Beyond people told me he couldn't wear the old costume. No,
0: he had already had a new uh, costume. And I when he got it, this kid who made it, he's like, thanks a lot. This is great. And I'm like, are you just being nice, Miles? Because I said when I was talking about it. It looks like something I would wear—a hoodie
1: and some sweatpants. It, <laughs> it looks like a tracksuit. It looks it's a warm-up suit.
0: Nobody likes it. It seems. Also, he's got some—you know—those kicks are crazy. A-
1: athleisure wear.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. So you have where these, you know, fist guys. You also have the Thunderbolt. on. You have villains doing things, but also these. Right. Other so these
1: villains, we, we have uh, Shocker and uh, this, this big yes, time. Yeah, Shocker. We have Rhino. We have Electro, who's the lady. We have one of the life symbiotes, and we have John John Walker. That's his name, right? The the bad cap bad guys
0: are being put in things. But again, like what what does New York think? Oh yeah, Rhino. He's uh, all right. That sounds great. Right, it's just crazy as they go and take down Moon Knight.
1: It is, and they are wearing the Thunderbolt logo, which we, we learned back in King and Black that Fisk owns the copyright, too. So he the Thunderbolt, so, so he's so using that's that. That's a little concept okay.
0: You also have, like, Judge Dredd police officers in there as well, where they come to arrest Miles. They put on a, you know, cuffs that are dampeners, I guess, because when Cap comes in, right. he ends up saying, hey, guys. And, you know, it's Cap. He's like, listen, I know you have a job to do, but this is wrong. You know it's wrong. I, he just saved people. And you end up having Miles like they're about to unmask him. That's what flips right. out Cap. But at one point, Miles yells, "Cuffs blocking my powers!" Where he's like, "Are you up for that?" Like, yeah, you have your venom blast and things like that. But you know, just get the hell out of there. I think Cap say, "Like somebody doing." You end up the other heroes come. This is the whole thing of this. Get a bunch of heroes involved, and you see. They are cracking down. They end up with Doc Ock.
1: Now, this must be... Which which Spider-Man is this, do we think? Is this Ben?
0: That looks like, in my mind, actually... Yeah, I guess it is. I actually was taking it as Peter... But that would but be the, weird. The costume and the looks suit like ben, is I the think. deal, so I guess it would so be how Ben. Is
1: Beyond, what is the Beyond Corporation? Thing I, don't I don't well, know. And do Even that, well. you have
0: Doc Ock coming up, which might even be a little bit against what we just saw with him as well. Right. But you can make it kind of tie in with the stuff he's looking into, but it does feel a little disjointed with the deal because they end up with, you know, we're going to come into the Baxter building. You have weapons of mass destruction. Your little deal that you had set up is null and void now, and we're going to go and I'm telling you, I sent you the panel. When you have Doc Ock subdue them and put collars on, I swear to God, they were laughing because it's right after Reed goes, I have an agreement with the government. So work unobstructed in exchange for services to the country. And I thought that they, they were like throwing shade, but they end up, they are sapped
1: and they're just there you go. Yeah, that, that was kind of neat that, uh, so these lawyer looking people come in and say, Hey, we're going to search your premises. And Reed says no, and while that's going on They don't notice that Doc Ox behind them And his, his uh, octopus arms Put the power dampeners on Thunderbolt on logo on
0: him You end up having Sue being able to break free At least for a second To right. put the she, Codex 7 yeah, And it sends this AI To the, uh, you know, you have Ben, Johnny And the kids And basically they have to get the hell out of there If this is real, we gotta go and they end up taking the fantastic car to go get alicia and the other kids the alien kids with all of that going on so you have them oh, right
1: the alien kids I yeah that's what who i said the rug i couldn't remember who those would have been
0: yeah the Cree and the scroll kids Forgot so about those two. they end up where then you go and it's it's the start of an event type deal you're going right, to everybody. check in with
1: all the all the players and you get luke so cage we, yeah. and
0: jessica next with danny i love danny and shockers there you know because what happens is they're trying to lay low and then there's an accident and luke jumps in and jessica too at one point where they're trying to save some people's shockers like this is not allowed And he's like Shocky, shut your mouth i like his speech that he gives on the thing where people are filming this and they're trying to lay low and jessica's just like really right. what, this, are you this is what gets
1: him in trouble that not only are they you know fighting back and escaping and you see that in this fight here they've shocker has caught dark hawk
0: yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. cool. That is a that, cool tie-in there. Yeah,
1: I, I only noticed in my second read-through because we love, well, I've been enjoying the Dark Hawk book, but it didn't feel so connected to Marvel Universe, so it's kind of neat to see that in this big event, there he is. I don't think we're going to have any anything else with him here. He it's just, cool, though. He gets caught. In it the is a shame.
0: Act. It's cool that he gets enough props to be in it, but not enough props to be a, uh, an integral player. He's one of the father, though. Moon Knight, huge book right now, and he kind of gets taken down, but... You end up having Luke. And like I said, if you're in New York City and you want to, you know, rile up the troops or whatever, just start talking about things that New Yorkers do. New Yorkers don't stand for this. New Yorkers. I'm like, oh, he knows how to play this. Like, All right. I
1: saw Fisk eat pizza with a knife and fork.
0: Exactly. They'll go nuts. Impeach. Just nuts. And like, oh, also they put, I saw Fisk, he makes hot dogs with that crazy seed bun and he doesn't use the ketchup he uses the the <laughs> tomato slices he's chicago and they go nuts uh but i like the speech i thought that that was pretty good now unfortunately this might be setting up the tie-in that will never happen because you ended up having that black or uh the um uh, what's the Luke it called? cage, Luke tie-in. cage yeah. book tie-in uh city on fire He's gonna say blackhawk the idea that that book Is cancelled so we're not going to get that But it's okay seeing here and you're seeing Everybody check in so I do like that But you then go off to Fisk And we said before in last Issue and, and throughout that This daredevil run of Chip Zdarsky's was so good with The Kingpin trying to figure out how he can do things
1: different, right. he but was always practically a main character for a yeah, long time. Yeah, and
0: and he ends up being new, like I have more power as the mayor, but even the villains, you know, somebody like Owsley was kind of spitting at him at one point, and like nobody received he. So, what does he want? Power, respect, all that he wasn't getting the whole picture. He kind of revert, but this is basically like okay, now he's just straight up kingpin. But there is a kingpin in town. That's a new one, and it's Butch. After we ended up having the, you know, take the gun, leave the cannoli scene last issue where he did seem to kill Izzy, he's now full. Of, I mean, this guy has already got an office. He's already in. And it, it felt too abrupt
1: to me. Yeah, he he moved right. And I don't know if this is Izzy's office or how how you managed to be the new kingpin and there's not a war. that everybody just accept, okay, Izzy's out, Butch is in. And
0: Butch, I know that, that he's Fisk's son. But he never but Nobody felt, else knows that. Yeah. And he never felt real smart. He just always felt slighted. No, he was ambitious. Yeah, ambitious. And that's why I thought the idea with Mike Murdoch, who's playing Matt still, we see. Um, I thought that that was the whisper in the ear deal of he's the, but you mm-hmm. see that Grand
1: Vizier like, sort of a, deal.
0: Butch. Yeah. Butch has changed completely here, including like, I don't get him for what we had before. Of a guy who's this dialogue just seems too eloquent and points. And also, yeah, he's mad at Fisk because he was a you know his dad, but he never paid attention. And now yeah, so you find out his Fisk, mom's heart was Fisk broken. Now
1: to Butch, he's claiming that he's doing this whole no more capes thing for Butch's own good. He claims that I'm doing it for you because I want these superheroes out of the way so you can be the kingpin. But but Butch says, I don't want that. I'm not I don't want I'm not a super villain. I'm just a regular villain. And as long as I lay low and don't get too big, I can I can be as villainous as I want to be. I can make all the money I want. Just don't make waves. So screw you, Dad. And You're it's not weird.
0: Helping. It's weird because you played out we we know that and it's referenced in here. Fisk brought back his, his legitimate son, brought it back. And so with that though, He's there for Butch almost like, oh, like, is it because he's the kingpin now? And it, but it, it almost feels like he's like, not tough. And I, I don't know. I, I, the scene throws me off. And everything we've seen with Butch is him, you know, down in a greasy. I don't know why I say greasy gym. That doesn't make sense. But, you know, almost like real street, like a kid who doesn't really know it. He's street smart. Maybe he's ambitious. But at the one point when he ends up where Fist says, hey, uh. I got rid of these superheroes. Butch says and finishes what he's saying, basically like "screw you." But says you're as garish and outdated as they are. I'm like, well, what, did you buy a thesaurus between issues? I mean, the <laughs> idea that it's so weird, the garish. I'm like, look at this guy. I'm like, that oh my a, god, funny it's Einstein mood, yeah. here out of nowhere. But it is to show that he's not going to back down, and I do like the back and forth where you do see the resemblance, but Kingpin is so much bigger at the one point, but. Yeah, Butch is pretty badass, and when he leaves, you end up having Mike Murdoch come out. Man, that was awesome. Hey, I thought he was going to kill you, but... And he's like, hey, he didn't... The weird thing, he didn't bring back his legitimate son to just kill me. I'm like, I don't know that I would have played that, but
1: because... Well, that's an excuse to put that exposition out there for the readers, to remind us. It's weird, because even
0: then you end up having Kingpin even give the hint, hint of, you better get things rolling now. You got to get, you know, I'm giving you this, you know, open area here, leadway. You got to get things going. And then when he leaves that, Fisk then calls Ock, who now we see that was the Baxter but building there's Another stunt.
1: little cool twist here is that Butch wants to make sure that Fisk stays as mayor, that he wins re-election, because he thinks that if, if Fisk loses as mayor... He'll want to be kingpin again, and that's what Butch wants to be. So he need, he needs a place for Fisk to, you know, be screwing with other and people. And that's what's him.
0: weird. When Fisk says, you know, you know, you'll help. You'll need to see to that right now. The coming months will do that, uh you know. So it almost seems like maybe Fisk, like, hey, you get things back. But yeah, he's worried that Fisk won't be mayor if he doesn't get elected. But Mike says, hey, it's like you unopposed, and we find out that that's not really going to be the case. But before we go. To that you do see Ock, who's at that Forever Gate that you had in the Baxter Building in the in the the
1: right. This is this is why Fisk sent his his people down to to the Fantastic. And Four. so with
0: that, this all though it starts getting a little bit away and bigger than the idea of identity. At first, thing.
1: at at first, I thought that Ock was going through the gate to get the Purple Man. That's what I thought,
0: uh, but, but I it, don't
1: think that's the case. I think we don't know what Ock's off to. Ock's going off to another book to do something through the gate for Fisk. And it might be to
0: find the kids, because we did see earlier, and that was the whole thing with Daredevil, when they end up running away, they have to run. After that big fight cap shows up to save Miles, all of them gather, and they go down the sewers to a safe room, where Daredevil does say, hey, it's, it's my fault. Fisk is doing this because at one point, everybody knew my identity. It was wiped away by the Purple Man's kids. And he's mad And I kind of trash talk him I should go and tell him It'll all be over And that's where Cap says No, no, no You can't let guys like this Have their way It never ends with that So that's the deal And is he just going Is he going through To find the kids Wherever the kids I don't know Because then the purple man's there And they're talking crap yeah, To Fisk each other He already
1: has the purple man In this, you know Big, clear Test yeah. tube cell Like you see in comic books Yep And apparently this cell Also blocks him From doing his purple man thing
0: Yeah even though at this point when everybody clears out, because he'd have to do that because he could he could control them, where Purple Man says, you let me out of here, big man, and we'll see how it goes. And he's like, "Ah, yeah, fine. Opens it up and you end up having the Purple Man try to control him. He's like, nope, doesn't work on me. My will's too good. All right. But you end up having him with a knife and it looks like he kills the Purple Man. I guess I, so.
1: Yeah, again, kind of like... Uh... With Izzy, we don't specifically see the murder happen, but it's really strongly implied that Fisk just stabs him to purple death right there. Yep.
0: And he says, now, now, Zebediah, you know your mind control doesn't work on me. My will's too strong. Because when he gets out, he goes, kill yourself. And he's not going to do that. And then in the meantime, he says, but it does work on others, doesn't it? What a gift. At that point, you see that there is a meeting with the Stromwinds with somebody Mm -hmm. else in the room, a lawyer type, a PR guy, whatever. They have things being put on the table. I was
1: wondering, maybe Fisk thinks that it's the purple man's power that's having to do with Daredevil's identity being hidden, and maybe if he kills him, that stops that?
0: I mean, it, it is a good play because it's very close if he's jumping to a conclusion, or if it's, here's the weird deal. He says, what a gift, and then says directly when we get back to him, what a squandered gift! Perhaps it's time someone more worthy possessed it.
1: But how does that go with like like I can cut out a thing from his body? And That's do what it I himself? don't
0: understand. And it's you end up having the purple, purple blood. He's the purple pin. And purple so when he says that and it says perhaps it's time someone you know more worthy possessed it for a better world. We see that the Stromwinds uh, thing at the beginning that they said- I hadn't
1: recognized these people at the end as the Stromwinds again. I thought they were just some crazy lady in a bikini top. I don't know why she's still wearing her bikini I, top is the here thing. in this office. When
0: you have that much money, you can do whatever you want. She's there also drinking- they got the She's got the martini glass. I mean, they're there and they're sitting in a boardroom. Uh, I mean, they didn't even get changed. But the idea of it was, hey, this whole deal with Fisk being mayor was pretty fun, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's keep going. The going wasn't, in, it seems, to have the idea of not let's have them reelected as mayor. No, they won. And the the funny thing is, when you end up having the whole thing with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, you did have that deal where you had Tony Stark show up and says, "We got to take Fisk down, but not the usual way. I'm going to run for mayor." Well, mm-hmm. it's bigger now because we see that this whole meeting was with Fisk for president
1: although it does seem to have a picture of will sasso from, yeah, from it, mad it tv it does
0: there. look like, it's kind of funny yeah well you have to make him a little more sexy i guess but <laughs> I, I like the idea and you have the flag behind him you know you have all that stuff going on uh but yeah as Fisk is going on but again it's that weird deal of mm-hmm. would Fisk go for this i mean i get uh, president but i mean he has his own things that he does but again President gets a lot more power, a lot of things I, I don't know, it's it's a weird play By the end, uh, to have them Like, oh yeah, I think Fisk would make a good President, and that'd be fun, right? Because they're all about fun Now, with that, the next issue That you see, that uh, you do see Taskmaster, and I'm hoping that we get more Of that full Thunderbolts team That we ended up having in The King of Black Because I thought that was a fun book But That was the best part yeah, of that I'm was. Sure. I really like that, but uh, with all of this It's it's a Solid issue but it's Too familiar it ends up Feeling very forced from what we just Came out of Of that really forced Ending to the daredevil stuff I think That this was done with you Know quick time to let's get this Out there whatnot hopefully the Next issue kind of settles Down a little and let's see more of Why I need yeah, to I read need, this I need I,
1: something To make this difference. yeah
0: that's What I that's what I need I need something for Me to say like and it almost Would play out Some people probably would think of the death of Doctor Strange. Call me when it's over and tell me what happened. That's what I don't want from this. I don't need to say. But,
1: I mean, the death of Doctor Strange book has been a lot more fun along the way. We've had twists in there. We've had the, you know, the, in case of emergency, break glass, Doctor Strange from the past. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. But
0: I've seen some people say, eh, it's just, this, I think, is a worse start than that. Like, that had some wow moments and some clever stuff. This feels like Chip Zdarsky scrambling to get this thing going very quickly, and you're ending up using tropes and old storylines and beats Mm -hmm. that people are sick of by now. I mean, we see them all the time.
1: Obviously, we don't know what goes on in the offices, but this this does not feel like a Chip Zdarsky. No, it doesn't at all.
0: It doesn't have that, you know, that feel, that Chip Zdarsky feel. Even the dialogue feels just very. Everything is just kind of hate to say generic. But it's by the numbers
1: event yeah, type well, it's thing. A, it's a generic frame. And if you're going to do a generic frame, you really need to mix it up inside the frame and it really hasn't happened so far. The The, the kind of twist that has me the most interested is the political angle. The idea of, of Tony Stark running for mayor. The idea of is Fisk going to be manipulated into running for president. That could be interesting. I mean – We've seen supervillain presidents before. That's nothing. New. Exactly. Like, yeah, Lex but Luthor, I mean, it mayor, would play out like that. Right. But it's it's ob- It's so clearly a Lex Luthor kind of a thing.
0: But I, Tony has met, and the idea that it would it would be funny if the, the way that it could work. Tony's running, and I'm fine. Oh, what Fisk pulled out? I'm the only, I'm the only candidate. I win. <laughs> like I don't know that he like he's one of those we have to bring him down. But I don't know that Tony wants to be mayor. But that'd be fun. That'd be a cool thing. Uh, but by the end, yeah. what would you give this? I, I,
1: I'm at a seven. I'm at a seven
0: five. Uh, I, I still am optimistic that when given some time, things like that, Chip Zdarsky will be able to start making it feel more like his Daredevil run so. and whatnot, because that Daredevil run is great. It got wonky by the end, but that, you know, it started rushing things and stuff like that. But, you know, the beginning, first 20 some issues, it's just, it's fantastic, especially the Fisk stuff. So I want to Indeed. see where this goes. But that's it. What is your book of the week?
1: My book of the week is Giant Size Black Cat Infinity That
0: Score. is mine as well, and that even includes our Patreon spotlight. Really, because that involved Amazing Fantasy number five and the Death of Doctor Strange Blade, which we weren't so fond with, but if you want no. to listen to those, go off to our but Patreon. I
1: am going to see, I am going to give Death of Doctor Strange Blade my cover of the week. I thought that had a cool cover. So a little uh little consolation prize there for boss logic.
0: I would go with the Iron Man cap issue, the Alex Ross. But again, Alex Ross is great. So those covers are always going to be really good. Uh, but yeah, if you want to listen to us talk about that, those other two books, Amazing Fantasy and Death of Dr. Strange Blade, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. It's about an hour long. It was a pretty hefty deal. We didn't think it was going to be that long, but it was. We had some fun, so go over there. A bunch of other shows as well. Also go to our Twitter, WSMarvelComics. Follow us, we'll follow you back. And I started doing some reviews on the site, so I'll mention I usually don't, but it's weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. I'm probably going to go off and review some of these that we just talked about, so that gives me a little head start. But with all that, thank you, Jason, for joining me once again. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you continue uh, liking the expanded coverage that we're doing here. and. Yeah, if you rate and review, subscribe, do all that stuff. Everybody knows what to do. But that is it, and we'll talk to you next week.